0: Valverde. Up your butt, Joe. This is the Pyro Podcast, episode 6 of the 2015 regular season. This is show 199. Yes, you heard me right. Next week will be show 200. We're really excited about that milestone. As usual, I've got Houdini to the left of me. Across the way would be Stag Party, but Stag Party went and saw the Cubs party last night and all of a sudden has got the flu party. Uh, Dogmatica's usually to my right, but he must have been out with Stag's. And they were kissing each other because he's got the flu as well. Uh, Both you guys, hope you get better. But I will say this. It's been a busy week and a busy week and a half for Houdini and myself. Usually we get a lot more preparation. We get a lot more time. I wanted to watch a little bit of the Cubs game. Congratulations, Cubbies. Uh, But... We're gonna we're just kind of winging it by the seat of our pants here today. Obviously, we watch a lot of football, watch all the games. We're up on the news, but don't kid yourself. Me and Houdini and I have a good time and talk uh, fantasy. We're not the uh, stat heads and the and the and the and the numbers geeks like Stag Party and uh, Dogs. So what you lose in stats and fantasy goo, uh, you gain in valbertas. Val- Val- Say hey,
1: Houdini made his play like Maze, and I run like Hayes. So, you're stuck with us two yokels, so while that may be, we are Willie Mays Hayes.
2: Well, you may run like Mays, but you hit like shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we may not hit on all the stats, but we'll, we'll, we'll make it
0: work. <laughs> we'll do our best, but the truth is, we're just here to have a good time and teach you guys uh, a thing or two about which matchups are going on in week six who you should play. We're going to be doing a mailbag today. We're going to be giving a lot of shout-outs to our team members and other folks. Um, And we're just really excited to have this be uh, our last show in the hundreds. Uh, Next week, we will be recording our podcast on Wednesday. We're planning on doing it, recording early, and we're having a five-hour extravaganza. You heard us right. I don't know how we're going to edit this. I don't know how we're going to post it. I don't know what's going to happen. We might have to split it up into multiple shows. I just don't know what what this garage band and Buzzsprout are gonna do to us. But we're gonna have fun. We're going be throwing back Valverde's. I'm gonna have shots going for and some other drinks for for Stags. Mister Powerade is gonna be drink putting them back. And by the end of the show, he's gonna be a little bit inebriated. We're having a party, everyone, and we're firing. We're fired blowing up. it out we're for 200, out, man. 200. It's a it's a serious feat, and uh, we're really excited and, and proud of that. And for those of you that have been around with us for a super long time, we appreciate that. For those of you that are new, uh, as I said on Twitter before, I promise you we are not quitting anytime soon. Hopefully, we'll we'll get to ten thousand, and that'll be our swan song. And we'll just cut it. And I did kind of the math: ten year, ten uh, thousand episodes would be about fifteen years. All right. <laughs> so in fifteen years, we'll be at ten thousand. And if Malcolm Gladwell uh, is right in his outlier's claim that 10,000 hours or 10,000 of anything makes you an expert, then we will finally have become experts at podcasting for fantasy football. I love it. (laughs) Well, let's do ourselves a favor and get into some of these matchups. Let's talk fantasy. Let's keep ourselves in our sweet spot. Um, and uh, let's let's have some fun. So on Thursday night, oh, if you need to be following us, NFL.com schedules week five. We're going from the top down, starting Thursday, ending Monday. Uh, let's get into it. Falcons at Saints. Just when the Saints looked like they were about to turn their season around, wah wow, boom, walloped. Uh, I don't know. Let's start with the, let's start with the Falcons
1: side. But, uh, um, well, the Falcons side is, is is kind of distressing right now, right? Because you have uh, Julio Jones, who you could just see him really laboring out there, and that, that hamstring, it scares me that he's going to be uh, potentially playing on the short week. And early indication here, we're on Tuesday, uh, head coach said, well, he expects him to play. You know, for me, I, I own him, and I'm, I'm almost considering benching him because I don't like the short week. It may be one of those things where you say he's going to play, then he's going to go in there and try to be a gamer and and then he's going to come out you know i'm worried more for
0: him on the season i would love them to sit him if i'm an owner that's what sit i sit the guy on a short week your your your, your record is five, You're 5 and all um <laughs> You know, you're just you're just in a better spot than you ever had been. It's it's, you don't need to go six. If you go five and one, big deal. You're going up against a limping Saints team. They should handily beat them. But let's talk about Quinn. You know, let's talk about what that guy brings. You talk about all oh Cam Chancellor is gone. That's why this team is so This defense is not the same. He's back. He helped give them a spark and a BS play. Uh, But fact is, the real reason that teams. Obviously, uh, you know, he's struggling on defense. Is because Quinn's gone. That that guy, that was the guy that was masterminding this. And then you look at him when he's bringing over to um, the Falcons. It's pretty impressive. So I think you can't underestimate what a hire this guy was. And Arthur Blank went out and was like, you know, this guy's been in two back-to-back Super Bowls. Ah, he's a defensive-minded guy, the exact opposite of what we've been playing like for the last five, ten
1: years. Let's go get this guy. And he's paying off the dividends. Absolutely. You know, you never know, right? Every time that they, you have all these guys, he he was like a hot candidate. Was interviewed two, three years ago, and then finally gets the hire. And you know, a lot of times, unless you can get in there and see how they actually run their own practices, if you know, if they're defensive coordinator, or if they're position coaches, or how they actually do all their preparations, you really don't know. And you, get, but the thing I I think is, how could you not know that a guy is a leader by the way that he commands himself. How could you tell me that you looked at Joel Philbin and you're like, that's a leader of (laughs) men. I agree.
0: Well, the truth is, he came in from day one. He's like, we're gonna play tough. We're gonna be a hard. We're gonna be a, a hard-nosed, sock him in your jaw team. You're gonna know you played the Atlanta Falcons, and those are the kind of teams. Look, River o- uh, Riverboat Ron, just talking about another guy. is kind of that same lughead, real meat-head-y kind of defensive guy. Came in and did the same stuff. It works in the NFL. You gotta have a hard-nosed team to really come in week out week out in that grueling season and be able to put fear into your teams and beat them so let's talk fantasy
1: jesus well here look at this okay the saints are are kind of crumbling right now on defense and so they are giving up the 30th most amount of points to quarterbacks the 24th most amount of points to running backs the uh 13th uh 13.5 13 and a half points to, to tight ends, which is the 30th, uh, <laughs> so they're like the third most, they're victimized. The one that their weak spot, that they're best at, where they rank 13th, is against wide receivers. So, well, Devonta Freeman, this guy has been running wild. Yeah. So if you're going to take a game and say, you know what, let's rest Julio, which I think they should, and I'm just praying, uh, as I'm going to put him probably on my bench, and I hope that they leave him on the bench as well, yeah. that extra time of rest... Especially with a hamstring, come back full strength. You can win this game without him. Hankerson should be able to do all right. You know, I, you know, he looked kind of like he had a back problem or something going he's, on he's, in that he's, game he's too. A,
0: he's a, you got to keep your eye on him. But,
1: Roddy but White maybe White will Roddy a finally,
0: finally yeah, get the average. action he's been he's been saying he uh, deserves and, and, and needs. I'm not around here just to block. Um, but, let's talk about Devontae Freeman. We had a lot of emails and second opinions and stuff on, on um, you know, Facebook.com forward slash Pyromaniac. Asking, you know, is this a buy-sell-high candidate? And, you know, I think I kind of said, you just don't know now. But I, I told people, don't get, rid, don't get rid of this guy because he's on to something special. And it's obvious that this guy's here to stay. I mean, those numbers that he's putting up are... People that have him on their team are sitting with nice records. Almost, almost in some cases, in some games, single-handedly because of what he's been
1: doing the last three weeks. Well, when a guy has done it for this many weeks and when the guy does it uh, as a rookie at the running back position... He's it, not it, a rookie. That's Tevin Cole. Oh, that's right. Well, second-year guy. Okay. It's his first time he's really it's gotten first time the he's a chance. Yeah, yeah, right. see, it's first year as a starter. Felt like a rookie to me. Um, <laughs> you know... But now he's starting to... Un- well, now it's even better as a second-year guy because now he has a, a much better understanding. It's, it's not like he hasn't been through the grind and the gruel of an entire season before, so... They took Tevin Coleman pretty high. Yep. When you're sitting
0: there and it's about to be your chance to get the, uh, get the baton and they draft a high running back
1: right in front of you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get you fired up. Well, not only does it get you fired up, but here's my point as far as trades with him. The way that he's performing right now, someone's got to knock your socks off with a trade. Because, you know, if you're trying to offer me a LaShawn McCoy or something like that, I'm like, I'm not, not biting on that at this yeah. point in time in the season, you know, after I'm seeing what I'm, what I'm seeing. So, Freeman to me is somebody that has to come crazy for you, but, you know, there is a sell-high point. Maybe there's someone who would, would give you, like, Gronkowski and something for him. You yeah. never know, yeah, yeah. you know? And then, at that point in time, as long as you have the depth, because ideally, you got Devonta Freeman... Not as your number one, not as your number two, probably not even as your number three or your number four running back when you initially yeah. drafted.
0: Yeah. And there's people that have been able to get them in waiver wire that are in smaller leagues or right. shorter benches. So. Keep an eye on what that guy's doing. Obviously, I think an important thing to know is that you know you even take away the touchdowns for him, and he's a top three running back right now and what he's doing in the other stat lines. So think about that. Everyone's like, oh, the touchdown dependency, you can't keep it up. He only had one touchdown last week. They pulled that one away from him, and then he ended up scoring on that yeah. drive again. And I'm going to say quickly, um, it's funny, it's two of us, and we're long-winded in the first well, game. Oh, of course. Uh, but... The NFL's got to do something about this whole touchdown thing. Uh, I forgot one three weeks ago. Pulled away from him. Devonta Freeman getting that touchdown. Uh, pulled away from him. guys. These are football plays. The you, the your ball needs to cross the goal line. When you know it's it's a when you're playing football, you know when something's a touchdown or not. Right. You know when something's a, a catch or not. Well, and I think what the NFL is doing is they're really take, by taking away these touchdowns. They're playing God, and they're they're making their rules and their jurisdiction so much more important than football. We know that that was a touchdown. We know that that one by Eifert was a touchdown a few weeks ago. So why pull it away? It's dumb. Let me take eighteen. They don't want that.
1: Let me take eighteen seconds to talk a little bit about the NFL and, and screwing things up. Uh, let eighteen seconds run off the oh, clock it, in the, in it, in the, the Monday night it, game it. Uh, at the end of the game. The Monday nights—it's been a nightmare, Dis- disaster. But the, the the thing is with that rule. I it makes sense only in the case of if the guy's catching the ball in the end zone, then he must kept put two feet in bounds and control the ball to the end of the thing. If he's in the field of play when he's making the catch of the ball and the guy's turning and making a play, all he has to do is cross the plane with the ball. Absolutely. There's you know, he's a runner at that point in time when it's, you know, it's not, it's not controlled to the ground at that point. Again, the fan can tell when something's a touchdown. They have, to,
0: they have to think about it in this, that perspective because when you pull away touchdown, especially with the importance of fantasy that NFL understands and is totally behind, this. you cannot do this. So he ended up scoring anyways, but two weeks ago, Eifert didn't, and, and, and that's, that's a bad
1: time. Absolutely. Just one other thing for the, for the refs there, because and, and, I'll forget it when we get to the game, but uh, thank you to McCarthy for throwing the challenge flag on James Jones' touchdown catch. Uh, ridiculous, amazing catch that that was.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's it's uh, a good call. So let's talk. Uh, I think we're good. Brody White. It seems like if, if they might sit some of these guys, he might get some good play. Jacob Tammy had a nice week. I don't know. That's fool's gold. I'm not going to sit here and start it's telling the, you that will could be become gold regular gold this week. week. a yeah,
1: thirteen and a half points to tight ends. Okay, third third most amount uh, given up trailing the Raiders, of course, who give up the, the most ridiculous amount of tight
0: And their other two, their two leading wide receivers are banged up big time, so uh, sorry about that. So there you go. Let's move on to the other side of the ball with the Saints. Drew Brees, uh, they got to pick it up together, but let's start with the one guy who's gotten a bitch slap, and everyone hates him, and he's my guy who I guess I was told from the bets we made in the offseason <laughs> that I probably lost about 140 bucks on it between all the bets I made, but Brandon Cooks. All right. He hit 100 yards. Had he had the touchdown. It was a total garbage time touchdown. It was, but thank but you. people need it. I, I had him on my bench, actually. So this week...
1: I had him in two I, leagues, I, so I needed it. It helped, it helped. So,
0: But finally, Cooks is there. We'll see. You know, they don't seem to have that much. All the talk in the offseason about Hill getting action and Ben Watson. I mean, these guys are what we thought they were. Uh, when Sneed, a practice... This, this
1: is the thing, though. Sneed has proven... That he's legitimate right now. Uh, what was it? Six catches, 141 yards that he goes off for. So I look at how is Brandon Cooks going to get better by Willie Sneed giving the much-needed support on the outside that he has not gotten from anybody else in that offense. So, you
0: know, um, I'm
1: worried with Cooks for that
0: reason, and it's funny. I was, you know me, man. A year and a half ago, even a year ago, at this point he was actually starting to come on and right before he got hurt, but... Uh, in his rookie season, but your whole thing with the size on these wide receivers—I remember I was big on Marquise Lee yeah. a few years ago, and just because what that guy had done in college—and it's just—it's really interesting. It really takes a man to be able to succeed in the NFL, and I think it's stature is important. I think mental, mental aspect, but it's also just being able to stay healthy, which is a, a, probably a merger of both those. And the fact is, with Sneed being able to do it, he's able to go all over the field. Yeah. So that's why that's why Breeze loves him so much. He's got a guy that's going to be aggressive anywhere. Whenever you see Cooks going anywhere in the field, it seems like he's good,
1: it, he's never really open in space. You it's know why? Because like, they're they're jamming that. him at the line, yep. and, and he play. has not figured out how every to play. elude the jam and get by a guy. So that's why every time when he's supposed to be in the route, and he should be, if he could make an elusive move and, 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 and show some wiggle at the line and, and, and juke a guy... He should be 2 two yards away from the defender when he catches the ball. Instead, they are in his hip pocket every time yep. because they're hitting him in the chest, hitting him in the shoulder, knocking him off his route, and he's not, and he's not getting into his break fast enough.
0: What you got to do is what they do with uh, ODB Jr. got to keep him in motion. you got to keep him moving on every slot on the, uh, slot on the field. You can't have that guy lining up straight up. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for ODB when he does it too. The only time these guys really that have these small statures really get get that jump on the balls when they don't get a hit at the line. So they got to figure that out.
1: Uh, let's let's breeze through the rest of this real quick. Yeah. But Mark Ingram, yep. uh, he's going to be a good start in this one. The Falcons are not good at stopping the run. Um, you know, I, I believe that the, the New Orleans is going to kind of commit to that the way that Breeze has been turning the ball over. Uh, you know, and Breeze is going to turn the ball over for you, and he's just not giving you the dynamic, awesome play that, that he should, and I don't really see him doing it in this one. I kind of see that this is like that interdivisional matchup, and it usually was always a lot of points scored in these games. Um, short week, with all the different injuries and stuff, I kind of, kind of see both teams kind of running the ball more. Okay.
0: What's what's your thought on Spiller moving forward? Anything? He's a question that we get a lot in trades. People seem to be bundling him in at the end of the trade, trying for you know, hoping that he can turn it around. What are your thoughts? Just you don't even go by just by your
1: gut. My gut tells me I don't like him. Yeah, you know. Did you
0: like him in the preseason when everyone was jumping
1: on his jock? I was like the last one to come to the party, and I was like. And only because I'm like, am I that far off of everybody else? Where like, you start, I gotta stop second guessing myself in some in some regard because it's like. Very important. I, I, I'm moving him up like four or five more spots than I probably would have at one point. So I think he crept up to like 26 or something. I think I originally had him about at like 47, 48, yeah, something right. like that. We've so
0: all got to do. We're, we we hold our conviction very well in the pre in the uh, leading up off season when we're doing our tiers. But at the same time, there's no question about it. I'm certain when you're when we're doing our collective tiers and you're entering this in the system and you're like, dude, I got this guy at 36 and everyone else has got him at 60. You're like this. You know what? If you think that guy's thirty-five, it once the season starts, it all it's like a it's like Scrabble and a yeah. little cup Roll it around because you know, it's like no the game Red. Trouble with all yes, the dice. There ice. you go, I love jumble them up. I love that game. All
1: right, well screw it. Let's move on to the next one all right, real quick. Uh, bye week teams: yeah. Saint Louis Rams, Dallas Cowboys, Oakland Raiders, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, there you go. Amen. All right, Redskins at Jets.
0: All right, you got uh, Matt Jones dealing with a little uh, toe injury, I think. Who knows what's going on there? We know that there's an issue there, and it's a good issue for the team. Who finally they actually look like they're serviceable. They got a good defense, and uh, you know Cousins is kind of learning under the fire. And it seems like they're, they're they're they've got a good offense or a good balance there. But for fantasy football, that is a running back by community. I would stay away from it altogether. I, I love pop- that. I like,
1: I like community. Yeah,
0: the yeah. community is one of three. <laughs> you got three guys there that are getting it. If that's if you you never want to be a part in starting a guy that's in a community. I don't care how talented Jones is right now. The best thing for them to do. Jones definitely the goal line back. So if you like that, amen. But I'm not a big hey. I'll get the goal line touches.
1: That doesn't impress me too much. But Al, Alfred Morris, it's like you know, it's almost you. You're right. You can't start these guys now. Where are you drafted Alfred Morris? If you can get anything for him in, in trade value, go for it. I mean, and he but,
0: might get traded. There's something tells me that they might trade that guy. I've been saying that for a few weeks now, but they don't need him. You know, what? And they it, don't need him. They're going to let him walk, get something. It's a it, whatever. Even if they start winning, they're not really expecting anything out of this year. Start
1: getting some really parts. could get that trade too because if you know the, the guy that was all, everyone was talking about was Matt Forte. Well, now the Bears have just won two games in a row, so it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's almost going to be like fool's gold, where. Now the Bears are going to do well enough that Matt Forte ends up coming off of the trade market. and Now then, Alfred Morris would become prime target number one for yeah. contending teams that need a, a help at running back.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's true. So, we'll see. I like the idea, if you've got a deep bench and you can get him for nothing, stash him away. What if that guy lands on a contender and you're just like, oh, hey, what's going on?
1: Um, How about, about this, though? It's happened before. It's to start any of the community this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the Jets... Um, Pretty good against running backs, twelve points a game. Second best in uh, in, in fantasy football uh, as far as defenses go at stopping uh, running backs. So well,
0: let's talk about a guy that's hot right now. Uh, Jordan Reed was hot. Had yeah. that uh, knee injury and the concussion last week. That concussion is really worrisome to me for his own health. This is a guy that continually has them. He's out now. That was actually um, so he he's done. This guy, Jameson Crowder, love him. So he was a guy. I remember, you know, we do a lot of prep in the uh, pre, uh, right after the Super Bowl, essentially, for the upcoming drafts. And I don't get a chance to watch because we're so in depth on NFL and just. So, you know, Saturday is kind of the one day that I get away from fantasy football and, and kind of enjoy myself. I'm not really doing it very often, if ever, watching college football. But we do a lot of scouting reports. We uh, listen to uh, David T. Thomas. We have got a lot of, you know, keep, we're watching draft stuff like crazy. We're total junkies on it. This is a guy, last, two year, last year when he was in college, at the beginning of the year, was literally... I think he was... Was he Duke or Kentucky? One of those two. Duke. Duke. And he was... He's a guy that hit his girlfriend. So, basically, he got trouble. He hit his girlfriend in the face, and he got, like... He had issues, legal issues, and uh, worries... Red flags, let's call them.
3: What the hell league you been playing in?
2: California penal.
0: Never heard of it. Well, how'd you end up playing there? I stole a car. <laughs> but, this, so this is another one of those stories like a Jones, like other talent that has happened year and year, t- t- Randy Moss years ago, friggin', the list is endless, that slipped down in drafts, and he's a small statue he guy. He's a small guy. Small guy, but he slipped down in drafts, and you're looking at him now, and this guy looks like a guy that could be in the NFL for a while. So, obviously, if Deshaun comes back, it's a little bit of a different situation. I, I don't not know. really. No, no it doesn't, because spot.
1: Jordan Reed is the guy that, that really... Uh, was his competition because Reed is not a very good blocking tight end, and he's a guy that they use him out there as that inside, basically as a slot receiver. He's an out. Um, so Crowder is that slot receiver, even when Deshaun comes back. Because Deshaun is burner, and he's your guy that you want on the outside stretching the field. So the only problem that you have with Crowder is you're not going to get a lot of touchdowns. You know, you're going to sneak maybe one every four weeks or so. Yeah, it's maybe, a PPR. It's PPR. He's PPR half guy. But what? he again this week it was eight catches for eighty seven yards so, you know he, he's showing me and he's he's a guy that uh, he, he was on my waiver wire two weeks ago yeah um, maybe even three weeks ago but definitely two weeks ago and then this week as well he's the cover he's only, he was the cover boy for the piece this week only owned in five percent of CBS leagues so I,
0: I went to pick him up on Sunday and in all honesty I did it in CBS I went I know this guy's gonna be good he's gonna be a volume guy cousins likes to dump it down to this dude. Uh and I just couldn't and there was no one I could drop for him. Yeah, that's tough. There was to... no one I could drop for him. It was literally like yeah, I like the upside, but and then I'm looking at my wide receivers. I, I'm getting a lot of points in a couple of my leagues. I got Allen Robinson in two leagues of mine, just ringing it up on the on the bench. Same went with Steve Smith, and you just can't
1: replace these guys. So uh, no, this is a tough. good this is a good teaching moment. So let me let me just kind of finish a wrap up on this yep. game. This is not a good fantasy game. Uh, anyway, you slice two it. Two great defenses. Two very good defenses. Two you offenses trying to find their way. Two two get offenses that that rely on the running game. Two defenses that are top five at stopping uh, the run in in, in fantasy production. You have uh, two quarterbacks that are not very, you know, that are effective but not like not world changers. Uh, Marshall's going to be Marshall's going to be fine. He's going to get the heavy amount of targets, and he'll he will have a chance at a touchdown. You know, Um, you know, not that he's going to put up a ton of yardage against his defense though. So, but let me go back to this whole thing about the 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 trade type of. Can I say one last thing
0: about that? Oh, please. I think this is a big game. I think the next two weeks are big weeks for Ivory. Ivory's the cornerstone of a lot of trades. He's he's is he like a bona fide stud running back too, or is he kind of marginal and going to bring you? It's kind of that you don't know whether he's going to bring you to the championship and and, and elevate his game, or whether he's going to kind of slowly go down and be like, oh, it's so close, and you're going to kind of like play
1: him, but he's going to not do it. Well, this is a tough matchup for him. For sure. I'm, I'm one of these owners. I actually just traded for him. I traded Jimmy Graham for him last week. Um, so he's got the bye week coming into this game, though. So I like that for him, so at least he's fresh. He did have 29 carries in that game in London. So he's a guy that, if he can stay healthy, yes, he's an absolute workhorse back. He's a guy that you can count on you know, to, 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 to give the ball to. And in a tough matchup like this... This is one where he can still bang out a touchdown, but he's probably not going to give you 120 yards. But maybe he gives you 70, 75 yards, you know, through grinding it out and just hard nose running because that's what he does. So, Love it. Love it. Look, back, back, to the, back to the quick oh teaching Oh, yeah, you moment. got a little... He, well, no, because just... you were talking about, like, you know, I didn't have anyone to drop for these guys that I wanted to pick up. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, you know, they they see who we have as, like, uh, where I put it, the top waiver wire pickups. And it's like, oh, so they're just thinking they got to grab that top guy and re- replace them you know replace somebody off the team and it's like well not necessarily you know it, unless you have dead weight because a lot of times too you know that guy he might be good for for a time here or a time there but i'm concerned because then i grab him I, the guy i drop then goes off and and you know has an even better time so it's like for example in a league that i have where we start two defensive players I will always drop the defensive player, and I'll keep my roster guys because those guys are more important. You can always replace a defensive player. So,
0: And I think an important thing there is, at the same token, okay, you don't have enough room to pick people up, and I was just talking about how Alan Robinson scoring endless points on my bench. Steve Smith was doing the same thing, and I just got better guys in the lineup that I can't, I, I don't feel comfortable at that point. And then you play Steve Smith, and he breaks his ribs in the third quarter, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if you do have that depth, what i like to do big time and i'm trying to work right now trades for in, in, in a league across a, a few other owners and it's like if that guy's not going to is that guy's going to be on your bench it's nice to have depth but one of those better is p- packaging a deal of a, to a team that needs help and getting a, getting them two players that are just scoring points but aren't aren't necessarily the t- highest tier for you and try and get a guy and get a guy at the position trade two for one Trade, I would trade right now a, a bunch of players to get that uh, another player that's in the top two tiers at whatever position in return.
1: I used to always be uh, of the mindset that I, I want to have depth. I want to have depth. You know what? You want to have the best starting lineup that you, have, that you can have. And so I recognized that early on in my fantasy uh, career that depth is great. Only if you're going to use that depth to trade to make your starting lineup better. Depth is great. Only if you have a lot of Advil that you want to take afterwards.
0: Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you, those points on your bench oh, kill you. with that depth, it's really tough. Especially now on CVS and all these websites send out that snarky, stupid email every week. Oh, right. That auto thing. And D-Rex was a real putz because he started. Uh, there were so many points on his bench <laughs> that he could have had. It's like Dude, you have no idea what the format of my league is, so shut the fuck up. Uh, Everybody's oh, well, uh, like, why would
1: you play Damari Cooper? Because I'm in a rookie league, you D bag. Oh, that was going to be. Uh, he he should have played uh, you know, some great rookie or whatever. I'm like, douchebag, he's on my practice rod squash. This is a dynasty league, he's not even on my active roster. That's why I think that automatic
0: CVS <laughs> guy is in the next bitch slap. <laughs> we got a bitch slap. The the, the the guy who writes that. Literally, we'll go to their, their studios too after the piece is out and we will bitch slap them. There all right, go. let's go to Cardinals. are going to be at the Steelers. Bell,
4: Bernie.
2: That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the days, Deanie.
0: It feels nice. I'll say that we used to literally, and we said this on podcasts probably recently, but the numbers we used to have when we would do this show back in the day, we'd be like oh yeah, numbers are up. We got four hundred listeners. <laughs> People would be like, "How's the show going?" I'm like, yeah, we doubled our We're doubling our audience. You know, like, we, we we're up from like two hundred and eighty to like four hundred and fifty, but we're rounding up.
1: You think about all the number of minutes that we record in the podcast, we basically almost record a minute for per for, for audience member.
0: <laughs> that will be something we have to do for next week's shows. Remember, we counted at 100. We did a count of how many hours our show reached. So for 200, we're going to have to do the math and go count up how many collective total hours through those first 200 or first 199 episodes. How many hours that was? So let's remember to do that for next Wednesday. Man. I'll I'll deal with the, I'll deal with the talent and the uh and the hookers and the blow. You deal with the numbers of hours that we did in the podcast.
1: Gee, sounds like a good deal for me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'll bring them for all, everyone. Oh, I'll, just, I'll just organize it. Sure. You organize the hours. <laughs> You're what? This I, episode 200 might end. It might end the marriage before
2: it even happened.
0: <laughs> all right, Cardinals. Well, let's start with them. I mean, where do you go? You go. John Brown finally looks, finally put it together. Larry Fitzgerald still doing touchdowns. Palmer is, is, is when he stays healthy is he's, is, he's effective,
1: is, but he's not throwing the tons of yardage. Yeah, you know, he's giving you the touchdowns though on a weekly basis, and he's playing very competent football. Um, but they haven't needed him to throw for the for the major yardage, and you know, it helps to have a good defense like they have too.
0: What are your thoughts? I think it was funny the way uh, Johnson's playing well. Both Johnsons, David and Chris, are playing well. And then they gave like Ellington zero balls at all, and then he bust that long one. So welcome to a committee, just like that's going on over in community. Washington. Community, oh community, yes, yeah, community. community. Welcome to a community. You, that you don't want to join, okay? So I, I'm scared. People seem to be like Chris and a big pickup Ellington people drafted him high. They want. They're excited to get him back in the lineup, dude. I think it's trouble, city across those three players. Um, I, I would stay away.
1: I think it's it's become you. They are they are now the uh, fantasy team, all offensive players who are the the guys who you know what you're gonna get from them. You know. I don't expect, you know, the Fitzgerald where he had that one huge game. You're going to get like a, a, a pinball type game every once in a while from yeah. from these guys, but I just don't see. Which is surprising with Bruce Arians' offense and everything, but I just don't see them being the run it up offense that's you know going to give you, you know, Palmer the. 350 yards, back-to-back games, you know, stuff like Josh McCown's been doing over the last three weeks.
0: Only when they play the 49ers does it seem like those huge games come out of them. Well, there you go. So
1: it's matchup type-based, you know. And and this one, you know, Steelers Steelers can be beat. You know, the the Chargers were were able to move the ball on them. Uh, You know, what
0: I like obviously is Le'Veon Bell. The last you saw it, last play of the game. Ballsy play, giving, giving the rock to the guy for the win, and saying, "Hey, we're, we either win or lose in our best player." And they went and got it. You got. I, I like the way Vic. Um, you know, I think he,
1: he can hold the fort down until Big Ben. <sighs> I don't stop. know about that. Look, he they were so lucky in this game. He completed fifty percent of his passes. Were it not for a seventy-two yard touchdown pass to to Marcus Wheaton. You know, his day was not very good. Yeah. Uh, he only had that one run at the end of the game where it's like, man, San Diego, if you just get your head out of your ass, yeah. you, could have, you could have saved this, this game. Um, I, don't, I don't like, Le'Veon Bell's the only person that I like. The Cardinals are really good, though. So, yeah. you know, as far as, as, as them going to be able to, is Le'Veon, Le'Veon's going to, they're going to give him the wildcat or the single back set or everything that they're doing with him and, and giving him the ball as much as possible. He needs to score a touchdown this week. And, you know, look how hard-pressed they were to move the ball up and down the field against San Diego, were it not for the fluke interception return for a touchdown and the 72-yard touchdown pass. That's where all their offense came from in that game.
0: Yep. And, obviously, two weeks in a row, uh, Antonio Brown has fallen. Yeah, Fallen from a guy that guaranteed 12 to 15 uh, touches and just killing it. Number one or two guy every week with Vic. Until Big Ben gets back. Sorry, owners. It's pretty much, I'd rather have Allen Robinson.
1: Big Ben says he wants to play this week, uh, but it's really a doubtful in a long shot. But Antonio Brown, yeah, I think it was six targets in the last game. I think three catches, three catches for 45, 45 yards. 45 yards. Uh, he, he's almost become, you could almost find a better option if you can, you know, but I know you Maybe
0: know. Martavis Bryant, who just got activated to the roster today. Today,
1: right. So, you know, but he tweaked his knee last week, so I'm... I'm you know what? Martavis is only better if you want to have that boom type guy like what Marcus Wheaton did. Bryant's the guy that can do that more consistently. But no, I, I I don't like this offense under Vic. I don't like any of these guys. And I and Le'Veon Bell, this is this is just gonna to be tough because oh and Antonio Brown this week. It's Patrick Peterson. No, I know. It's it's about as bad as you can get for for put Vic. With Peterson, I still
0: think, I still think that they <laughs> can't get him the ball, but Brown can get open. I, yeah, I know, but he can't get him the ball. I agree. Uh, All right, let's go on. Chiefs at Vikings. Let's just. Get right to the Chiefs running back situation. Ugh. Sorry, Jamal, man, we love you. You've been Overs. calling that one, man. Yeah, and I feel bad. I don't feel good to be right, but I got Nile Davis in every league. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you need now, cha- you Kendrick. Cha- yeah. Now, what does that mean? Char Kendrick West. What does that mean? Who knows? Um, so that's our biggest question on second opinions over the last three days. Um, without without a doubt, is uh, Char Kendrick West? How does that? How do, do it? Who's Char Kendrick? Char Kendrick, I know. Uh, Shark
1: Kendrick Shark <laughs> <Nado>. <laughs> who
0: Who's going to be the guys Nile or is it West uh, Who knows I don't want to sit here and pretend That I'm a fantasy football Nostradamus It's anybody's guess I think it's going to be a lot like What's going on in Denver I think they're going to figure out a way To get both guys series Whoever starts out a little hotter It looks like he's Got the mojo that day. Is going to get more carries. But it's not going to be... You know, It's going to be a lot of community action. It's not
1: a Thomas Rawls situation. Exactly. So you don't have... We thought it would be initially with Nile Davis. But he just... He didn't do it in the preseason. I'd say he's in the doghouse. He's got to be in the the doghouse. He's absolutely in the doghouse. So, you know, he won't get... He'll get the secondary carries. In order for Nile Davis to overtake trick. he's going to have to absolutely just dazzle when he gets his opportunities. You know, can't be two and a half yards, three yards here. You need to be busting off seven, eight, nine-yard runs. It's going to be, you know who this helps? Let's
0: move this over. A guy that I know you just got on your team and a guy I picked up uh, in my league last week. I thought he'd have a great game against the Bears, and he didn't, Alex Smith. But, He's going to have to
1: throw. I, I didn't get him. I got. I, I ended up getting the Sam bradford Dion Lewis. For, oh, you got uh, Bradford. That's right. So that was different
0: um, but yeah. I did pick up uh, Alex Smith just for as a streamer because luck was out and blah, blah, blah. Um, Tammy Hill was on bye who blows anyways. Yeah. Um, but the fact is, Alex Smith, whether he likes it or not, is going to have to be throwing the ball more. Mal uh, Macklin yeah. and uh, Kelsey, and how about how about no that? B- doubt are the biggest benefactors of this Jamal Ch- uh,
1: Charles. And who's is is. Who is that? Is it D'Anthony Thomas? The the the, the speedy uh, that guy is fast. Yeah, oh yeah. And they, so he now has thrown two touchdowns to wide receivers and yeah. two different wide receivers now on yeah. the year. Big time. So it's, a, it's a new it's a new era for that, Alex Smith. That
0: guy Thomas is fast, and we'll we'll have, answer PK Rippers. Uh, I think it was PK Ripper's question Someone, uh, a, well, li- a little bit later about uh, he's he's asked a question about uh, Thomas. That guy is fast. I remember he he looked awesome when he was on Oregon when he would get the ball in his hands like woo. All right, this guy's impossible to touch.
1: It'll uh, be interesting to see though if they if they trust in him enough to to go to more you know wide spreads and not go with as much of the traditional run type uh, sets that they've been going to where it's like. Macklin and Kelsey are basically your only targets in the passing game. so um, I think they're going to they're gonna shake it up. They're going to realize they're going to have to do a lot
0: more action and they're going to have to change their offense and not be as, uh, um, you know, Jamal Charles is, is, is one of the biggest target guys and highest percentage of any, of any offense uh, of any player out there. So And, our, and, I, I, I'm and, sorry and they all got, owners, and they got
1: Minnesota, who's coming off of a bye who, you know, they have a good secondary as well. Uh, Harrison Smith, one of the best safeties uh, in the game. Um, you know, it, it's a solid defense. It's not an amazing defense. So it'll be interesting. You'll, you'll have opportunities for guys to make plays. So it'll just be a matter of, you know, can Macklin be the guy that is the difference maker with the matchup maker? He might be. Um, and and Kelsey, you know, he he should be able to, to uh, you know, do well against their linebackers, whether it's going to be, I can't imagine, they're going to put Greenway in coverage on him. I don't know. How that's gonna work? So, Kelsey's not hasn't been I, he hasn't been all that. No, but he's but he has, now really he's gonna have to bro. be with if you're gonna to have to rely and think about this because if you're not gonna have the running game, you're gonna to need to use Kelsey in more of those shorter routes now or maybe you're gonna start getting him peppered with more targets. And he's a guy get the ball in his hands and let him break a tackle. Just you know put him in better routes.
0: He seems to be a little bit of a dumb player to me, though. He makes seems to make mistakes and errors. You see him drop balls. He punches he, he, balls. You, yeah, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. If you get in a fight Not, you hey, got hey, no way out, hey, the guy's guy, hey. got you, you gotta punch him in the balls. All right, let's go on to the Vikings. Can uh, based on the power pyro power rankings, yep. how are the Vikings against, or uh, I mean, how are the Chiefs against running backs?
1: Well, okay, running backs—that's where they're the best at. Uh-oh, I got AP. And well, but not the best. That's the best for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're they're 14th in the league, giving up 17.6 fantasy points per game to running backs. But where they can be taken advantage of is by quarterbacks and by wide receivers. So um, and actually, well, their their best one is tight ends, giving up 5.1 for ninth best in the league. But they are the worst. They give up the most points to quarterbacks at 22.6 points per game. The most points to wide receivers at 36.4 points. Now, to give you an idea you know, of the separation that that is, 30.4 is the second-place team. So that's six points more per game yeah. than the second-worst team in the league that they are allowing to wide receivers. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot.
0: <laughs> um all right, so what do you think? AP has a nice day, obviously. You're starting AP, a- AP
1: is going to be still going to be your focal point and he beats matchups no matter what. He's on a mission. He's coming off of a bye. They've been able to they're going to be prepared for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, they're they got a, a nice blueprint, you know, seeing how they defended on on Matt Forte uh this last week and they did a, 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 a you know, a decent job, you know. So, look for look for him to, to be able to exploit still, but You know, is it can Teddy Bridgewater make a step here and you know do something in the passing game? That's the question. I don't. I'm never trusting Kyle Rudolph uh, again. Jesus. (laughs) You know, Charles Johnson. I think is he still going to be out for this game? So, or if he's you know, and and so again, it's just a lot of question marks that you have. You would love you know what if you if you if you have a guy that you just really want to play in that wide receivers from the Vikings, it's the matchup to do it, but I don't know that I have a guy that I love.
0: Well, they have that, uh, they got that, the, the rookie that had a big game last week, uh, Stephon Diggs. Diggs, yeah. Diggs, I mean, could he, considering we, we've seen look, Mike it, Wallace not do crap again, Right, that's most I mean. overpaid player in the league, by far, uh, and then you've got, uh, what's his, uh, Chris Johnson Charles, Johnson, Charles Johnson, excuse me, yeah. uh, sucking it up, and then Diggs comes in and has a nice game. So maybe maybe he's going to make a move. Maybe he's hungrier than these other guys. But
1: but the fact is, again, like we were talking earlier, who are you going to drop to pick up Stefan Diggs? You're not. And unless you're like in a deep, deep 16-team league or something, and you're looking for maybe a flyer to take a chance on. That's what I'm just saying. I look at all the receivers on this team. There's no one that I, I feel confident, comfortable in taking a chance on. Uh, for as good as Teddy Bridgewater looked at the end of last season, he does not look good uh, this year. So you know, Hopefully the bye week straightens him out, but it's one of those things, it's a, it's a great matchup and it's unfortunate that I have no confidence in the team. Well, I think he might
0: be one of those quarterbacks that, not that he is right now, but that in his career might be just a better kind of NFL quarterback and get it done uh, than he is. I don't find him to ever be a, a fantasy football quarterback. He just doesn't have the arm. That guy's arm's noodle. Alright, let's go on to the Bengals at the Bills.
2: If that's not Shaquille O'Neal and Laugh, that baby's out of here. Oh, no, no. Get out of here. You rotten bugs! Come on. You overpaid winning! <laughs> my old thing, you make my butt sting! I detest you! You're all garbage!
3: All of you! Back up the truck! Back it up!
1: That's what I think of those Minnesota Vikings wide receivers.
0: It's official, Andy Dalton's legit. His career and all the negative energy that people have spewed on him from Cincinnati and beyond, whether it's his hair color, whether it's his goofy smile, whatever it is, his interceptions, untimely, the ways he burned fantasy teams, the guy is having a special season. <laughs>
1: He defied the odds last week. He, he did it against Seattle. He's now thrown for over 300 yards in his last three games. He's got eight touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, looks really good. And this week, he's going to stay red hot going up against Buffalo. Uh, the Bills, you, you know, supposed to be this vaunted defense. was They were the defense last year that was the turnover machine. Rex Ryan's the defensive-minded guy. He comes in, and, and, and what's going on here? Because... People are throwing on them. You know, they you know, they just don't look like you expect them to look. You know, the amount of, uh, uh, they think they've allowed 10 touchdowns to be thrown against them this year. Wow. Um, that's a lot of touchdowns. Uh, this is going to be an A.J. Green uh, big-time game. Him and Dalton, they're going to be a, a, an awesome hookup, you know, from this team that was this Hugh Jackson, supposed to be run, 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 run. Jeremy Hill can't run.
0: Yeah.
1: He just looks pathetic. If he doesn't get touchdowns, he's not going to be effective. Gio Bernard, it's back to Gio. Here he is. Now he's the lead dog in the backfield. This sets up as another dice game for him because you can't run against yeah, Buffalo yeah. very well.
0: But what's wrong with Hill? Is this a season-long issue? Is it a banged-up issue? Is it just is it just fool's goal? He just had that energy and that mojo in his, his, his rookie season? Sometimes, what's,
1: what's going on? Sometimes there's something to be said for when you don't make an emergence into the season until week eight. Guys are a lot more beat up, and if you're a big guy like that and you're fresh and, and you have that, maybe he's having a problem, you know, maintaining the motor on a weekly basis. I don't. I, I was a guy who was extremely high on him. Yeah. So this is, and I, I have him in tons of leagues. So yeah. it's extremely depressing to me. But, you know, I kind of recognize it when you look at his schedule the rest of the way. It doesn't shape up very well for him. Yeah. Um, you know, remember, it was when he was in the share committee backfield with Geo at the beginning of the year. He didn't do well last year. Yeah. Uh, it took Gio going down for then him to be the guy who just got fed the ball time and time again. And then... It seems like it all goes back this year to that fumble. There was it the two fumbles that he had, yeah, and totally. the confidence is completely gone. He's not running with the same uh, abandon. It's funny too because you, you watch him like you, uh, he ran into Wagner in the last game, and you see him always smiling and jawing with the other the other guys, but you know not making the big plays. And then all of a sudden he doesn't play.
0: It should always be a red flag to you as fantasy owners out there if the coaches. And the offensive coordinators in the preseason, offseason, leading up to the, the actual year, are talking up a player to the gr- degree where you're hearing, he'll just has to understand... He could be a big time player in this. He just gotta have that confidence. He just gotta understand that he's elite. You remember all that leading up after the it's in the camps and everything? All you heard was just people talking about how we he just needs to know what he can do. Whenever you've got someone that doesn't inherently know that they can do it, you got a guy like AP that said a couple weeks ago, I could have gone from high school to the pro game. Right. That confidence is what you need to be a hyper uber successful guy. Jeremy Hill, by the time Drafts were happening close to the season. Was a se- late second round pick mm-hmm. at the latest. Wait. He was moving up and moving up because people like us, other talking
1: heads and experts out there. Ugh. I got something for Hill. First, it's a Val day. day, and here you go, Hill.
2: You know I used to hate Parkman when he was with the A's. It's amazing how a new uniform can change your attitude about a guy. He's still a dick. <laughs> All right, let's quickly go through these
0: guys. Uh, Eifert, I can't say I've had a better call since back in Kaepernick a while ago. The yeah, year man. before him uh, was my Tony uh, Tim Tebow. I didn't have a couple good years of great calls, but Eifert was my guy, and that guy is legit. I mean, what a it, catch it, it,
1: he made, that over-the-shoulder <laughs> catch to, to set them up for the for the field goal there at the, on that drive. Woo! If he keeps it up, this guy is going to
0: outscore Gronkowski this year.
1: He's number two, I think, right now yeah. in, uh, in, t- in tight end scoring. So. Yeah,
0: so keep keep that up. I think it's it's hard to go. Obviously, you're not doing a
1: Sanu, but it's tough to do with Marvin Jones. T- Tuma. This it- is the problem. You can't, you know, this would be a matchup that you would like. I would say you, Marvin Jones is still the guy that you would prefer yeah. uh, because he has the more of the touchdown potential. But the fact that Sanu has been as involved in the offense as he has in the last couple of weeks, after after Jones had those two back-to-back nice games, he has just kind of gone quiet to the to the Sanu range where they're both now yeah. 50, 60 yard receivers each week.
0: I think you're just you're just sticking with AJ and Eifert in this one. If you got Dalton, you're psyched because he's just going to keep carving up. I think he's going to he's going to have a special season. We'll see. That's a good team. And that's something we talked about in the offseason leading up to this season is the fact that, wow, you know what, I think that's going to be a good team on both sides of the ball. I think we all kind of agreed that at the end, and it's paying its dividends. So let's go to the Bills' side quickly. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, I, I played him this week, and he got me 25 points. This is just like great, great, great. great. And he didn't even have a great game. But it just, was the running and that 22-yard yeah, touchdown, touchdown run that game. helped. Uh, but he's got a, um, a strained MCL. They're saying he might be out multiple weeks. Trub City. So now you got um, EJ Daniel getting in there. I could see of uh, the the neck beard or a neck beard resigning, and you get good old Orton says, you know what? I don't really want to play. I'm out of shape, but if you guys want to give me five million dollars for <laughs> the rest of it. the season, okay, that's a lot of Jack Daniels and moonshine that I'm going to be able to have next
1: year. Uh, Buffalo's in trouble right now because everybody's hurt. So not only you know Tyrod Taylor was the guy that was holding everything together. You have Sammy Watkins who missed last game, um, who they still don't know at this point in time if he's going to be able to go this week. And
0: we talked about how when injured he's terrible, so he's not a gamer that he can't
1: play with injury. Percy Harvin still got his hip issue. Carlos Williams still hasn't been uh, cleared yet to, to to play after his concussion. LeSean McCoy is still not 100, percent so he's not. Uh, They're saying come he back. might not
0: come back till November.
1: Yeah, so you know, got don't want any part of that. Then you got you got uh, Boom Heron and you got Booby Dixon. You got Boom and Booby. I don't want either Boom and I don't want Booby. I want Booby, but I don't want this Booby. <laughs> my buddy uh, Stavish, who I mentioned on the show here and
0: there, he's my guy. He did not. Asked this one about me, but he played a booby over a Rawls this week. Woo! I was like, "What?" I was like, "What party you thought that that was?" Gonna be? So, oh, I don't know. It's just like, I'm like, "Dude, you gotta ask me about these things." <laughs> booby over a Rawls. I mean, uh, I that is just no one in the world would do that. Uh, anyway, let's go. Um, let's 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 just move on from them. I think uh, we can talk quickly about Charles Clay. He's up and down. He's I think he's a top five to eight. Uh, I, tight end I, for sure. I worry, uh, you, worry
1: if it's EJ Manuel throwing the ball, it becomes who knows where that chemistry is going to lie for EJ Manuel. So and
0: it might be beneficial. You just don't know. He might be a dumper and going on to, going to Clay all the time. So who knows? But let's move on to the next game. Our Bears are at the Lions. As you said earlier, the Bears pulled away to found a way to get two victories in a row. Jay Cutler was back to man these. Still looks like a total twerp and a d bag and, and just a, an aloof putz out there, but he doesn't look
1: like getting... as much of an aloof idiot putz as Matthew Stafford looks like right now. I agree with
0: that. <laughs> and for to keep it on our own team, Clausen, he gives us the best chance to win, and somehow he's pulling it off. So I'm not going to complain. Actually, I am. I wanted the Bears to get the first overall pick. I know. So get the quarterback. They get these and stupid like, wins. I, I thought we only did this with Lovey and Dave Wanstead. I guess it's just a Bears thing. We're just in general, we
1: get these worthless wins, and it's like, yeah, we've got seven victories, and now we're drafting 16th. As I said earlier, it's going to be the reason why we don't end up trading Matt Forte and not getting a potential third-round pick for him.
0: Ugh. Anyways, it, it's it probably sounds bad. I Bears fans don't want our team to win but it's
1: just hey it's, Cubs Cubs are going to are going to pro, uh, probably and I'm saying this as a White Sox fan I think after watching what I've seen so far of them against the one game against Pittsburgh and the series against St. Louis they're going to win the World Series the Cubs yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> I, it they it looks good you just, sometimes you just you watch a team and you just have a, that feeling about a team that team that's a team
0: could you imagine Woo! could you imagine that the last thing I'll say about um you know the Bears and those victories. It's like walking up to the ATM Find and, money. and finding money at it. <laughs> you're kinda like you're like looking around when there's fully a fully camera right on you. And you're like, you know, I kinda the the thing's still sticking out. you try and you're like, if you grab it, you're paying later. And these victories are costing us on draft day.
1: They are Houdiniing their 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 wins because it's all smoking fucking mirrors. Uh, with no Alshon Jeffrey, and you're probably still not going to have Alshon Jeffrey again this week. Still limited. Uh,
0: Dan Hampton's so happy right now. Uh, toilet paper Jeffrey. And I will say this I told you so. That guy was going to be garbage. He's got no heart. It's a contract year. He can't muster it. Alshon Jeffrey, I knew going into the season, and I didn't know many things, was going to be one of the first top three round picks there was.
1: Well, the, the good news for the Bears, because I think they're still going to want to re-sign him, is they'll be able to get, give yeah. him less money because you're Absolutely. not a gamer.
0: Absolutely. You
1: know, but the the guy that people are, are looking at on this on this roster, you know, you got Eddie Royal, who's, as long as he's healthy, he's going to have that connection with Jay Cutler. And Marquise Wilson yeah, is starting to, to show uh, the ability. And look, he's a guy that can stretch the field, he can make the, the longer plays, and if he can develop and, and show more of those, you know, potential, he he can... He's not going to be anything long term. This is not a guy that I'm telling yeah. dynasty owners to go out and yeah, grab or yeah. do anything like that. But if Elshon's going to continue to be putsy Elshon, uh, then 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 this could be a good situation for him. So I agree. And then you're, you know, and and, and you know, Harry Doyle. Cause, by the way, it's Major League is uh, the movie that uh, I'm doing tonight, and so Harry Doyle is uh, is Bob Eucher, sportscaster. So it, yeah. here's what he has to say about Elshon
2: Jeffrey. Serrano doing some interesting limbering up exercises in right. What a pansy!
0: (laughs) He is a pansy.
1: Well, I'll say, what's the music? Cool in the gang. Cool in the gang. And the opening song was Cool in the gang. (laughs) You got it. So the the name of the song, yeah, after their uh, one of the, the title of their album to 1976. And uh we're going to close. I can't with... rip
0: on it. Porno for Pyros had an album, The Band Was Porno for Pyros, the album was Porno for Pyros, and the first actually the second song it was Porno for
1: Pyros. I'm like, "Perry, come on, man. <laughs> Originality, man. What's going it, on, dude? It, When it's good, it's good." Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: when you got it flaunted. Uh so I'm not playing any of the old standards that you that you that you good. probably have heard, so there's no no Jungle Boogie, no no get down, uh Get down, yeah, get down. Yeah, uh, uh that's that's Jungle Boogie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, get Down On it. It is not coming get out. Get Down On It. There uh, you go. Hollywood Swiggin' is not going to be playing. You're going to get Big Chief Funkum is uh, what we're going to be closing out with. Nice. What are you drinking today, buddy? I'm going to another one of my old standards because uh, I knew it was you and me and I wasn't going to have time to be putting my beer in the freezer and, uh, and and getting it done so I had to get one that was in the in the fridge at the, at the store. And I got Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. And you did not want the high the high alcohol content that some of your the, some well, no, this trip. just means I'm drinking more of them. Okay. Because they only come four in a pack on my high alcohol. Got it, got is, it. I got to drink more, I get more bloated now because I have to drink six.
0: Let's be honest. Sierra Nevada is one. It, it, it's, it's, it's probably the oldest along with a handful of others. But it's, it's like the oldest kind uh, craft beer there is. They are owned by InBev, Budweiser now. Too bad, but whatever that happens. Budweiser, Miller. And yeah, now Budweiser today bought Miller & Coors, so... It's craft beer against the big beer. It's so it's a David community guy.
1: backfields and conglomerate beer.
0: <laughs> exactly. Tonight I'm actually drinking something for the first time. Uh, I'm a huge Guinness guy. I'm Irish. Uh, my family spent a lot of time in Ireland. I've been to uh, St. James Gates uh, and been to the Guinness Brewery. I'm a Guinness guy. I love that. I'm not a dark beer guy, but I like the drought. They actually have Nitro IPA. It's a Guinness Brewers Project beer. Right now, I'm liking it. It Doesn't have that. It doesn't have like a distinct flavor in any way. But I love the fact that it's got that frothy head. This is actually nitro version, so it's giving you that Guinness head on an IPA. I'll take that any day.
1: What I also like is, and and we'll we'll let it go. Is when you crack your Valverde's, it's got that nice kind of like. Hellish bubble at the end of it, where it's like it's still spewing out like lava out of the top of the volcano there. Let's be
0: honest, when I'm when I'm Valverde and these other beers, these like local brewery beers, there's not nearly the kind of fuzz and, and and soda in there as the other ones. They're dead. It's like I feel like a real loser. So I feel pretty sweet on this one. You ready to rock and roll? This is a Guinness Nitro IPA Valverde.
2: I don't know how this guy keeps his mind on baseball with all the paternity suits and all. I think those are parking tickets. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's hard. Actually, I've kept my my mind on baseball more in the last month or two than I ever have. So go Cubbies. Let's, we won't talk about you anymore, but we're proud of you. All right, let's go on up to, you know, you're starting uh, the... The Black Unicorn, he's a top five tight end this year, mm-hmm. especially with Cutler, so things are good. You're starting Forte. Starting Forte. Yeah. And let's move on to the Lions.
1: Oh, Bradford. Well, is Cutler is Cutler a potential spot start in this one? I mean... Detroit yeah. is is allowing nineteen points a game to uh, to, to quarterbacks. It's twenty seventh worst in the league. So I think, I think for sure, you know, it, it, you know, if you're streaming and you're looking for an option, this is
0: it's not bad. So agreed. And there's a lot of uh, your backup quarterbacks that could be on your bench that are hurt. So that's a good that's a good call. Lions. Stafford is he playing? Uh, it Seems like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not still... going to go to Orlovsky. But how do you go to Orlovsky? Oh jeez Louise, uh, Calvin. I don't know. I thought it was a tough matchup uh, a couple weeks ago, but it just—or or last week—that was Peterson. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I—he I, I, looks lumbering. Remember, I was talking about how he, he's sure. the tallest guy in the world. Yeah. But t- remember, I was talking about earlier about the short guys. You got to get him moving. Put him in, and you got to do that with him, dude. He just lines up on one side, and it's just hard for a guy that big and getting a little older. To make the separation, he's always going to be double covered, well, and double teamed. It's
1: just he's not going to be being covered by very good cover guys this week. You know, he always tended to struggle against the Bears, but that was because it was always the matchup between him and Peanut Tillman. Mm-hmm. You know, Charles Tillman's not here anymore, so you know who who we throwing out there at the corners to, to cover him, and and then you're counting on young safeties because Antrel Roll is out, and you have all these. So it's you, you know, you're counting on on uh, famous Amos. And his cookies to to make stops out there at at the safety position. (laughs) So yeah, they're good, man. Right? A little dry, little dry, but for for the little dry cookies, they they, they're very tasty. And it's like once you have one, it's like you got to have at least two or three more. You want to know for all you fatties
0: out here? Take it from an expert. If you like um, cookie crisp, Mm. if you like cookie crisp cereal, which I loved it for a bit, but I just can't do it. The milk afterwards is just like it's got. It looks toxic.
1: Chocolate cereal is tough for me. It's just too sweet. Like Cocoa Puffs, I used to love too. But yeah, I can't do that anymore. It's too
0: much. You look at the milk afterwards. That's how you know. But if you want to do the real deal version, and I'll give you another cereal tip here in a minute. Real deal version: the mini Famous Amoses in a bowl with milk. Ooh. Whoa, that's natural. Uh, Good thinking. Twist. The same one that you do instead of Golden Grams, you actually put Minute Made, or not Minute made, honey, honey Made. Put Honey made, uh, Graham crackers in a bowl, and you pour milk over it, and you crimp, crumble it up. Good times. For, for, for,
1: for me, my, my winning combination was, like, as a kid, I'd get the big bowl out, and my two favorite cereals were Captain Crunch and Frosted Flakes, and mix those two together. I'm telling you, I, I, I love the combination. Well, what I do
0: as an adult is I get out the big bowl and I mix one flavor with another and have a nice little salad. Boom, shakalaka. All right. <laughs> oh, good grief.
1: All right, so Detroit. Quickly um, on Detroit, let's move. The running back, they, they can't run the ball. You know, it's, it's, it's atrocious. Abdullah, for everything that he was supposed to be, it's hard to do it when you don't have uh, the blocking. And uh, and then he's got case of some fumbles. So that's not good. The guy who's ending up becoming the the PPR steal out of here could be Theo Riddick.
0: Riddick, really you know good.
1: this has become the new vogue role in NFL right now. The Lance Dunbar type role, the Deion Lewis role, Very the hard. Uh, Shane Vereen. Um, you know, if if you're doing it right, you can get a lot of catches. And Dion Lewis definitely. Uh, yeah, I said, oh, you uh, said yeah. Okay. So you, there's 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 opportunity there. So Theo Riddick's like the one guy that, that I actually kind of. Only guy I like out of that backfield, Golden Tate. I just don't like the attitude that he's been throwing around lately. Um, it seems like they just got a lot of internal problems in the lot in that locker room, and uh, it worries me. But I, I, I still think. Let's uh, put it this way: If you had to pick who's going to win this game, forget about the fantasy aspect. Which way are you going? For me, I, I, I would. I have fifty-fifty. Yeah, I, I
0: kind of. If it was, if it was in Chicago, I'd take the Bears. I think the Lions have to. Have to win this game. They can't go on six or maybe it's on four. Um, no, they'll so be they're on five. So it would be on six. Yeah. Um, but the one guy that I want to talk about, Pyromaniac Mo, has been high on him since the off season. This is a guy from South Dakota State, three two thousand yard seasons in a row, undrafted rookie Zach Center. This guy's legit. He wasn't supposed to make the team. wasn't drafted by anyone. We know Joy Bell has nothing. Has nothing left. You look at what we were talking about with Amir Abdullah, Zander. When they get him in there, he just balls it and looks like he can get it done. He's a crowd favorite. Who knows? He's playing himself into a position. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot to worry about on that team. And in all honesty, I think we have him in the Pyro Pro League. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Calvin, and it's it's a bummer, uh, but it's a tough team. Who knows? I don't like what I see until I see him start putting up some points. And right now. They just look like uh, they're winging it around. They look like they're they're just bush league. So let's move on to the Denver Broncos. They're going to be at the Cleveland Browns. So uh, first quarterback in history, uh, McCown, uh, this week to I think the, the stat line is to throw for four hundred yards, to have uh, I'm going to botch this have like two TDs. To run for a TD and um, one other, and not have an interception in the history of the NFL. Well,
1: yeah, his last two games. He because it, um, oh, it's, it's the last, last two. two games in his last. I I I did my write up on him already. In his last three games, now he has thrown for listen three games, eleven hundred fifty-four yards, <laughs> seven total touchdowns. So it's two, uh, and they had one interception. The interception was in the, the first game of this three-game stretch. So in the last two games, though, it's like, because it, it was over 350 and 450, yeah. I think, in his last two games, with t- four touchdowns, uh, four passing touchdowns, no interceptions, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah, there you go. Woo! That's insane.
0: But I think it's, it's going gonna come come to come crashing down. <laughs> uh, Broncos look amazing, even though Ware looks like he's definitely going to miss he's not, this He's game. not playing. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Browns real swiftly here. I don't know. I, to be honest, I haven't been watching
1: them enough. Here's what you can. Here's what you're gonna know about the Browns. Isaiah Crowell is, is a disappointment. You know, he's still gonna get the lion share of carries, which means he's gonna get about 12 carries in, in the backfield. He's not gonna be able to do very much against this Denver defense. He is hardly used as a receiver. Uh, Duke Johnson, they keep giving him the ball in the backfield, and he keeps doing even less. Than Isaiah Crowell, but what he's doing is again the Lance Dunbar, Shane Vereen, De- Deion Lewis role, and he is a PPR demon coming out of the backfield as well. So he's a guy that's getting you eight catches. So this is a game where he should be getting a lot of the dump off passes when uh, McCown has to check down on, under heavy pressure. Crowell did have his best play
0: of the season yeah. last week. That was a pretty dope run. The Crow man went off there and looked. It looks pretty nice. So. I don't know. That's the team I got no one on. Uh, I hope I wish them the best. All right, I so Travis
1: Benjamin, it. he's not hitting on the long touchdowns. This is Obviously, this is not a good week for any of their wide receivers, but a guy that is, is continuing to just slowly do better and better, and if you're in a really deep league, you should be paying attention to Taylor Gabriel. Uh, he, he broke out last week. It was a 75 yards last week. He's got big play potential in him. There's just a bunch of little receivers. Yeah, all they all there. Have the same. That's, yeah, that's like—is you know, that,
0: is that Gabriel or is that Hawkins? Is that Hawkins? If, if what's the name didn't have dreads, Benjamin, it would be like, and he's a little more slight. Than
1: and that. that's why Gary Barnage is getting all the attention because that's Barnage is a guy—at least when you're in the red zone—and this—he's legit now too. Because, Absolutely. You know, and this is a thing that Josh McCown. Look at—he did it with the Bears, where it's like, you know, he made Alshon Jeffrey into what everybody is is is. Praising Alshon for for all this time now is still back to what Josh McCown did two years ago.
4: Yeah.
1: So And he had a good year last year, but I agree. But it was but that was the the the, the showcase of everything. No and McCown is used to throwing the ball to the bigger wide receivers. He's not good. So it's taking him a longer time to connect with <coughs> Travis Benjamin and to figure out, you know, what's the right trajectory and, and and make it work. But he will. But Barnage, this is a guy who Always been in the league as a blocking tight end, so he trusts him out there. There, he's always on the field. Okay, good. And now he's finally getting the chance because there is nobody else in that wide receiving core. Brian Hartline, no. Okay, Dwayne Bowe never even you know making any type of an appearance here. So Barnage, is his, he has faith in him. These are like two guys that have been in the league journeymen forever. They are they are bonded like you cannot believe. They are connected at the hip. They're like. Yeah. They've got to be like Siamese brothers. And so it's working for both of them right now.
0: I agree. Let's breeze through the Broncos. Hillman, Dogmatica had him super high last week. I put him in a a lineup. Uh, Didn't pan out. Put him in
1: a fan duel. Didn't pan out. Yeah.
0: I I think you got CJ Anderson now. It's official. Uh, I'm not saying you dump him. I would if you had a deeper bench or you don't need to get rid of him or you think somebody wants to buy low on him, get rid of him. But there's no question about it. The way this situation goes, he could still have an okay season, but it's troubling. It's troubling. He was probably a first rounder.
1: Yeah. Or and, or early
0: second rounder. And again, it was a he was a he was a first rounder every draft.
1: I had let me ask you this, and this is again where and I'm in smaller leagues than you in most cases, right? But this is the thing again where I want to ask of you. It's like everyone still is running after all these running backs, and it's like, look again, every single year, it's all these top running backs suck. And they and they, you know, Adrian Peterson's paying off, yeah, okay. Um, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell is paying off, yep. okay. Eddie Lacy, how's that working out for you? Second overall
0: pick in my oldest league, my yeah. the owner of him. Literally, I, I I I have to put the text message group on mute. It's on it's on hold. I can't see it because all it is is him spewing about Eddie Lacey.
1: Right. So, so then happy. you had. So then you had Jamal Charles, who was doing fine until he got hurt. Matt Forte, who's been doing good too. Now those are the only ones that are good. So they, then. Lacy's first the first day I was I a
0: second rounder in most of those. Right, the right. Other guys But
1: again, sure. but the, again, guys and people were running for the second rounder. I drafted a wide receiver. I, I got to draft a running back. Jeremy here. Hill. We talked. And about I'm trying him. to tell you, right? Jeremy Hill, Demarco Murray, um, uh, Arian Foster. You know, well, no, they can't. Count, you late. can't count Arian. And I think DeMarco,
0: Demarco's going to turn around.
1: Okay, and I, I mean, like
0: Demarco. Mark
1: Ingram's been a pleasant surprise, but he still hasn't been like super, super dominating. Where it's so, like, he was
0: a fourth rounder.
1: Right. So, but, but these other running backs that are uh, Marshawn Lynch, so oh. like, you know, this is, okay, look, so Lynch, Hill, um, Lamar Miller, um, all these guys that were, people were, were, were reaching on. I'm sitting you know, here, I'm a CJ Anderson flipping owner with, with Julio Jones. It's like, man, if I just didn't draft CJ Anderson, I could have drafted like another stud wide receiver with that second one, and I still would have had uh, guys who I drafted later in my league who I'm starting right now uh, is Giovanni Bernard and Danny Woodhead. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to. I didn't need to go early on on that running back. Here's the one thing I'll say, and it's making me realize I've
0: got to calm down. We're supposed to be a calming force for our audience. I was feeling the same way. I took first pick overall because he burned me in my big money league. Is AP? After two, three weeks, I'm like, I'm such a freaking idiot. And, and AP wasn't doing bad. Right. Like besides that first game, which was kind of an anomaly, I knew it would be. I was like, why would I not have taken Antonio Brown or, or Julio? Why would I not Have done that I love Julio's my favorite Player in the Friggin league Now right. you're looking Now here And it's week Going into week six And you're kind of like Alright I'm glad I know Julio Because he's banged up right. I'm glad I know Antonio Brown o- o- ODB's all banged yeah. up too Right So yeah. it's kind
1: of This thing where It's who's yes, Everything's
0: right. going to Happen to everyone Right And it's, that's why it's So much And people hate it When I say this in my second opinion Questions or when I talk about it On the show Roger Daltrey be lucky, fantasy football championship. It sucks to hear it, but there is so much luck that happens and goes into it. Hopefully, some years you'll have a great record. And it's because you played the guy, the teams that had the least amount of points, mm-hmm. and you got the least. There's other times where you'll just kill it. There's all these different ways. You're you don't have Jamal Charles, and you decided to grab somebody else. Luck plays a huge part in fantasy football, and embrace that. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. So don't beat yourself up over
1: things if it's not your season. Be like. All right, it wasn't my season. Let's move on. Well, but at the same time, too, this is, again, never give up on the year. Oh, don't give up. Don't give this up. This is the too whole early. thing. Uh, you know, look, I'm an owner in a league that started out 0-2. The luck still could be yours Where I have Andrew Luck, who, how good has that been going for me? It was a, <laughs> This is a dynasty league, so it was an auction format. I spent, out of my $200 budget, I spent $62 on Des Bryant. How'd that work out for me? I spent $35 of my budget on Martavis Bryant. So now the two main guys that I brought in to help out my team are nothing. The guys that I had kept, I had like a bunch of middling backup type wide receivers. I had my John Browns, my Ruben Randalls, and and these guys that are just fillers. So, but scouring the waiver wire, pick up an Allen Robinson, um, you know, and uh, oh, I had Mike Evans too, who's been doing nothing. So. Yeah. You know, then just made a sneaky trade. That's where I I got the Dion Lewis and Sam Bradford. So, in case you're some breaking news that you'll maybe give us later about Andrew Luck, and I hope you're wrong. But um, well, here's what I'll say: when I saw Luck on your bitch lap piece, that's the first
0: time ever, right? Yes. He was close one time in one segment. I remember yes. early last year, when he had a big first game, right or something. No, it
1: was never early. It was later in the year last okay. year.
0: But seeing him on there and just knowing that that's my keeper in my big money league, and I just it was sixth rounder. I spent on him. I was just like that was the one. There's there's as right as rain, as 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 sure as the setting sun. Having Andrew Luck as our sixth round friggin' quarterback is the best thing ever. And as a result, who's who's my second favorite quarterback in the league? Who who are some of my passwords revolved around? Oh, Tom Brady. I got luck, so I'm just sitting there. Even in the ninth and tenth round, I'm like I knew he was. We knew he wasn't sitting out any games, but I'm like, ah, oh, just this is where the draft. This is where championships are won. I'm just where I'm gonna get, and this this is where I got an eye and all that good stuff. But didn't take my secondary guy because I had luck and I had that. I was
1: already going home. Ugh. Just so you know, we go through it too, people. Well that was like, (laughs) and you say how luck plays into something, so the trade that I had made, I had traded a Cam Newton, who I had as my backup to Luck, who was on a buy, so I needed to get a quarterback, Yeah, who I had gotten at $12 and the only reason I got him was it was like $8 and it's like the automated computer was just a computer auction, it's like going once, going twice, I'm like, he can't go for $8! So I bid up, and then it like went to ten. I'm like, I pushed it to twelve, and then nobody else bid on. So I got—I wasn't trying to get Cam Newton. I was just trying to get him up to fifteen bucks or so. But so, it's been a pleasant surprise. So it was a pleasant surprise, and I actually started him, uh, you know, uh, the, you know, two weeks out of the out of the deal. And I had Greg Olsen, but then I also picked up Charles Clay, who's been a very pleasant surprise. So I'm like, okay, I have an opportunity, and my running backs were weak. And I, you know, with, with Isaiah Crowell, Shane Vereen, Jonathan Stewart, this is what I'm rolling out there between two of those three every week. Hospitality and, and
2: the Society for Human Resource Management. The Society for is Human Working Resource for
1: Management with 200. NFL Network has just bit my ass. I've closed my schedule. Nah, we're not adding that. We're not adding that. This is what happens
0: when you've got (laughs) multiple screens up with different... Sometimes somebody's going to play. But that's
1: ridiculous because that's the NFL schedule that we always have up all the time. And that was... an hour and 16 minutes into it. And it's been sitting open. Right. NFL networks is is BS because I hate it because I have to use them when I'm doing my waiver wire pickups and so I go to the... I click on the on the score and it pulls up the stupid video. Even when I have the video and I click the little microphone so it's uh, the speaker so it's mute. Yeah. An ad pops up that's thirty seconds long and I can't even mute that sucker.
0: And because Houdini's doing the sound bites from his computer, I'm able to just hit mute. Right. Everything I got, my phones on mute, my iPads on mute, my uh, my my power. I call. I I cut my power book. They're called MacBooks now. <laughs> That's how old school I am, but um, is on mute. Houdini can't do that. That's annoying. Someday, though, I have a feeling the NFL network is going to buy Pyromaniac and this show just to get some life in it, because those guys are dead dicks
1: on that show. Well, screw you with your with your goddamn rooting my, uh, my podcast with your stupid ads.
2: Rick Vaughn gets the starting call today. We're told he matured a lot over the winter. Apparently, he's bathing now. Congratulations, Rick. As you know, Monty, Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches, the Eliminator and the Humiliator, to complement his fastball, the Terminator. I heard that. Dynamite drop-in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. (laughs) Dynamite
0: drop-in. We both talked about it briefly when you first got here, and we won't talk too much about this. But The Martian, we saw it last night. Oh, I loved it. I loved it too. We didn't even
1: get to talk about it. Yeah, then.
0: yeah. We, we talked about it briefly, and then we got got to business. But the one thing I'll say, I loved it when he when he showed up. And I, I'm spoiler alert. But he's like, he came back. Obviously, you know the fucking guy's gonna get saved. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. not, at the end. He's not gonna like go off in the <laughs> in the distance. Uh, but at the end, he's like, he's like, whoa, little peach. He's like, yeah, I haven't showered in like three or four months. <laughs> That was awesome. Uh, cool movie though, Ridley Scott. I'm a movie buff. Ridley Scott. Ridley my, Scott
1: is Mr. Space movie man. You know the
0: best one of all time. I mean, in my opinion, the best space movie of all time. And eh, that maybe not of all time. There's a lot of good ones. Two thousand one Star is, Wars. Yep. There's a lot of good ones. But I mean, I Alien. love Aliens. <laughs> Alien. And, oh no, Alien was him. Yeah. Aliens John uh, was, Cameron, uh, Cameron. Cameron did Alien. Yeah, you're right. Aliens.
1: Which, which Aliens? Yes, you're right. Yeah, the aliens best, is the best aliens. space movie ever. Yeah, Aliens Let me okay. Me. Aliens, God, it's like it's it, it's the best Star Wars movie of all is what? Empire Strikes Back. Right. So Alien Aliens is the best of all that genre. Yeah. Two thousand and one Space Odyssey. Yeah. But what what Empire and Aliens share in common, not only are they the two best of their franchises, they are the two best ever sequels. Oh yeah. There's you no other sequels stand close to those two. It's true. It's true. Aliens When I walked out of the
0: theater On three movies My energy Well not And this is old, Back in the 80's There's been more recently But Predator Aliens And Die Hard Walking out of the theater oh, As yes. a kid On those three movies You are like Holy crap I want to see this again I'm going to go in the bathroom And just sit in the stall Those movies I remember leaving Eden's Plaza Or whatever, Evanston my, my dad it was like, had, That
1: shit's that shit. My best. dad took me to Predator Because I was 13 years old When it yeah. came out in 87 And I'm like Oh my god, I, I I need to get infrared. <laughs> I mean, that
0: movie uh, was so awesome. All right, let's, um, this is what we do, guys. We warned you at the beginning of the that's show. That's right. Me and Houdini, we like to hang out, we like to talk. Sometimes when Dogmatic and Stags are here, they really try and stifle our role, and we can't have as much fun. It's well, just true. It's
1: just the way it's that we're It's Not as go. much
0: knowledge, maybe, but actually, we're proving that to be BS. <laughs> Just a bit outside <laughs> Just a bit outside D-Rex
2: Just a bit outside Houdini Just a bit outside
0: That's the way you love us All right. Bueller. Bueller Let's go to the Broncos quickly Peyton Manning Obviously, Just a bit Just a bit outside <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, that guy, I'm, I'm going to stop underrating him. Oh, he God, just always gets he's dumb. Great. He's great.
1: He's he's great. And, and, and right now, I'll tell you, he is... It's interesting because he was the guy that is more so kind of the deep play threat in the offense. But he's also now becoming just a wily little route guy. And, and he seems to have more ways that he can get open than Demarius can. They're kind of have... Because with Peyton not being able to throw the ball... It's like the way that they have to get the ball to Demarius is on those bubble screens. Yeah. But he's not getting the ball to him fast enough where where remember was it uh was it opening game of last year or was that or am I going all the way back to the uh, to the to the Raven game where he where he lit him up? Where it was a screen pass and then Demarius went yeah. 60, 70 yards down the field.
0: Can I say that Demarius to me, I'm not gonna say it's cause he got his money. I feel like he's always been this player. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like he's really locked in all the time. Sometimes he really makes... I mean, he's a great player, top five wide receiver in the league right now in talents alone, but they're just seeing... When I watch him, it, it, it seems like those bubble screens or those big plays that I see on SportsCenter Center, I yeah. see in, in a game, when I'm really watching him, it just seems like he kind of Bubbles that are drops that's bubble screen or does it, it gets bottled bottled up right away? But just at the end of the day, he's just always got that same malaise like uh, so look on his face. Is, I, it, is this one of these? I've never f- liked him as a football
1: player and what I see on
0: from his energy.
1: Well, ever. This is the point that you always bring up though about what kind of character does the guy have? What's what's his makeup? And so, you know, when you have these guys who are the preeminent best athletes just because and they're the best receivers just because they're the best athlete. And then you have a guy like Emmanuel Sanders who's had to work and work and work and work and still won't stop working and now playing with Peyton Manning, he's just absorbing everything that he can from him. And so when the the going gets rough, he's still putting in the hard work and it's not just relying on talent.
0: But I think I mean I, I love that. I agree with that and it works here. But Emmanuel Sanders got Peyton Manning. And Emmanuel Sanders has Demarius Thomas to take all that pressure off. I agree. If, if you know, remember when, remember when uh, Sanders, he signed, or he verbally agreed the, the with the Kansas, no, Kansas City. Oh, Kansas, Kansas City. Yeah, City. thank Kansas Kansas City. Kansas City. City. So he went, Woo. he's like, he gave them a verbal, like, "Woo, what's up? And then he's like, then all of a sudden the yeah, prop's like, what? Could you imagine if Emmanuel Sanders had two, three years ago gone to the Kansas City Chiefs? He'd be nothing. He would be nothing. Yes. So I don't. He, he might be something, but He'd he be, would be basically nothing.
2: Just a bit outside.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will say this: Owen Daniels and Peyton Manning did not look on the same page. So finally, the Oakland Raiders were able to stifle the tight end position. Also, sometimes, kill me, Van Yeah. Sometimes when you get too smart and you think that it's just. It's a system, system, system. Also, look at the players that were doing it. Owen Daniels and him. Well, I don't no, no, no. I know, it, but they were just obviously on the wrong page. No, Behind I know, them, but
1: Slipping, dropping passes. It was, it passes was four low. weeks in a row. It was four weeks in a row that it happened. This is. A, I was on so this is, this is, not don't, I, don't, I gamble. I don't play blackjack or any of that crap. I'm a roulette player, so I believe in luck. Yeah. Um, and, but when you have a winner, you keep play, You never take the money off of a winner. Yep. You let it ride. So until it doesn't win, you play it.
0: I agree. I did it. Right. I picked him up in the league, started him, watched the game, and I was like, holy, oh, every play. He tried to get him. It was always just some muddled situation. It's the
1: combination of the fact with Peyton having the lack of the arm strength. and and, and you know They're being carried by that defense. That defense is phenomenal. God, man, do I love having them in two leagues. It's like... Other people's defenses are putting up 5 points, 6 points. I'm getting 18 points, 20 points out of my defense every week. They're awesome. They're awesome.
0: All right, let's go to the next one. That's the Texans are going to be at the Jaguars. Let's kind of breeze through this one. There's a lot of great stuff to talk about in the Texans. Obviously, Nuke. Ridiculous. We don't even need to go there. That guy's the best. Uh, Just love watching him play. doesn't matter. There's certain players that can transcend a situation like we just talked about with Emmanuel Sanders. If you put nuke DeAndre Hopkins on Kansas City and ha- gave him that three the la- last three years like he said in the Texan, yeah he'd still be amazing and he's just that good. Uh, by the way, if you haven't check out um, Nuke DeAndre Hopkins' girlfriend. Yeah. She is a little white tart. Yeah. nice little 22 year old Cali girl. Holy smokes DeAndre, you cork soaker. Why do I not have a piece of ass like that? Good, good work. All right, um, let's go a- Aryan. You just gotta be loving and loving and loving where this thing's heading for him. Uh, Even even, Jaguars are actually good against the run and have a much better defense than people give credit for. But Arian, as long as he keeps on getting more play, he you know he's a top ten play at the position, maybe top five in some weeks. Wait, wait,
1: Jacksonville's giving up twenty four point four points a game on the ground. Wow. Uh, So that's what fifth worst in the league. So wow. Arian should be okay this game. Good great. But we all,
0: we've been remember, talking we've been talking about that defense we like there on. Remember some line. of those
1: points. It was also the the three rushing touchdown game by uh, Garrett Blunt uh, was in there. But uh, but they were still running all over him in that game. So um, maybe know, that's a little misleading. It could that be features. a little bit misleading. Little but at the features. same time, I still think it's going to be a, a good matchup for him <laughs> in this one.
0: Absolutely, you got to be loving Arian. Uh, other than that, I don't think you're oh, what about Strong coming
1: off those lucky plays? Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, so you know, Jalen Strong is a guy that I, I put him in my waiver wire piece and I put him I put him toward the toward the end of the waiver wire piece, and, and the reason is this. So you know, he's gonna be an absolutely a hot ad uh, by people because of the two touchdowns. But let's let's dissect it. He had two catches on the game, great, both were touchdowns. The first one is a Hail Mary at the end of the half that is completely lucky. It was not like he did anything amazing in his route running or whatever. He was opportunistic and he, he made the play. And then the second one was was a nice catch and run for the touchdown, but he's still not, even with those two touchdown catches, he, he wasn't seeing targets in the offense. He wasn't being someone that, that is all of a sudden making plays and is ready to assume the role outside and be, and be the other receiver, uh, you know, next to Nuke. Nuke is the guy. So, you know, I, I like that, he, that he's starting to get it together, but, you know, it's just not there yet.
2: My God. Good news, fans. The Indians are showing signs of life for the first time in weeks. As a matter of fact, they appear to be beating each other. It looks like Willie Hayes is trying to hit Rick Vaughn. and why not? Everybody else in the league does. Hayes swings and misses. I don't know, Monty. It looks like Vaughn's carrying his left a little low. This could hurt him in the later rounds.
1: And I think it's gonna going hurt in the later rounds if you go after Jalen Strong. So I, I'm just I'm not endorsing it. You know, the guy needs to show me a lot more. You know, you still don't have a completely fluid situation going on there in, in the quarterback situation with the. Uh, with with Houston, so you know that that's where I'm at on that. But I
0: like it a lot better that with uh, there's Manning face and then there's uh, uh, Mallet face and Mallet just looked. Let's be honest. When they announced that Hoyer was the starter week one, Mallet didn't show up to the next practice. He didn't show up the next day. This is not a leader of men. This is the same guy that had a bunch of bullshit attitude problems back when he was at Arkansas or Alabama. Is he Arkansas or Alabama? One of those two stupid
1: things. I think he, I he's got to be them. Arkansas. He's I, hate,
0: gotta, I hate both of them. He's got to be a hog. Um, but Hoyer back in the mix for fantasy football for Texas fan, Texan fans in general. This is the better situation for all parties involved. I agree. He's just a—he's more of a professional, more of a leader, and he's done it before. All right, let's go on to the other side of the ball, and that's going to be the Jags is uh, Bortles, he seems a little banged up. Dog's got him really low this week, and we asked him, we're like, you know, just to give you a little background, Dog puts his rankings out, we do these write-ups, and, and we all collectively kind of talk through it, and we're like, when someone's down low, you know, there's a question on our, on our project management site, Basecamp. And we'll, they'll be like, hey, why is Bortles so low? He's kind of playing good. He's coming off some nice games and putting up some fantasy points. Is it because of this or this? And Dog will respond, hey, for your write-ups or whatnot, yeah. Until he, you know, I know he's not injured or whatnot, I'm a little scared of him. So, just give you a behind-the-scenes behind the, mm-hmm. behind the scenes kind of situation. But, overall, Bortles is a guy you can still pick up in a lot of leagues. It puts up points.
1: Yeah, but it's like, you know, but Cutler's also a guy that you can still pick up in a lot of leagues. So, it's it's to me. I think I would rather. I, I. I. They're playing from behind a lot, which helps. There's there's absolutely no no doubt about it. But, and I like what Alan Robinson's doing, and I like what Alan Hurts is doing. So yeah. he's starting to finally get those weapons. Now he's also got. Well, maybe you're right because he's also. Now I'm talking myself into it. He's got <laughs> he's got Julius Thomas now who just came back who you know obviously did not. Do anything all that dramatic in his, in his return, but it adds another dimension to the, to the offense. And, you know, TJ Yeldon is finally starting to show some signs of life. It's still not been great, but, you know, if you can get those defense worrying more about the Allen Robinsons and the Allen Hearns and the Julius Thomases, it should help to open other things up in the running game, and then it should be better for Blake. So, I mean, I think matchup wise, it's one of those things in Houston. That defense is as, as vaunted as it is, they've been
0: abused. It's just not a great overall team. It's tough. You can't be a one-sided defense team, and really, it's hard to do that over a season. So, Yeldon, whatever. Again, you said they're behind a lot. So Yeldon, while well, he's he's fine, he's he's just never he's never gonna really really wow you. So let's go on to the next game. Uh, last game in the early ones, and that's the Dolphins coming off a of bye week. Are gonna be at the Titans. Let's breeze through this.
1: All right. Why don't you have a Verde! Val- 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 Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm talking about Dan Campbell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: did you hear now that they were doing tug-of-wars in practice?
0: Oh, I heard that they were doing the Oklahoma drill. They did the Oklahoma Day drill. Day one with him yeah. uh, was but Oklahoma he, drill.
1: He had them like doing one-on-one things on the side and this one, but they were also doing like team like tug-of-wars against each other. Wow, I and, like the uh, Yeah, so he's bringing the fire and the intensity. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're trying to hold everyone accountable, make everyone you know step their game up, but at the same time, when I look at at Miami right now, how can you feel comfortable about starting any of these guys? Because I don't. You know they're going against Tennessee. I will hope you pretty through Tennessee. Surprising as they've been, and they shut down a lot. They're shutting down everyone. They're giving up the least amount of yards per game to uh, to quarterbacks. Like it's like 188 yards per game mm. that they're allowing through the air. So. When you look at Tannehill and everything that has been not happening in their situation, you can't run the ball really well with L- Lamar Miller. Um, we'll see now if the bye week actually helps out in that regard, but if they're spending all their time doing tug-of-wars and Oklahoma drills, I don't know how they've been working on zone blocking or anything else. <laughs> so I'm a little no, worried sure. about That's that. That's hilarious. Jarvis Landry has been like the best player, uh, you know. but at the same time, in the offense the way that they were running it before, they weren't putting him in any type of a situation where he could be successful. Rashard Matthews was doing good. His last game, don't worry about that. He was being covered completely by Revis, but this is not a great matchup either. So I, I say you need to stay away from Miami guys right now too because this is a, a team of what's the psyche? We need to see how they respond to the new coach and are they going to take the the lashings of the Oklahomas and the tug-of-war and all this stuff and gel and start playing more like a team or are they going to continue to be the the misanthropic team that they've been and, and at wide receiver... Oh my God! There are so many of them there. You know, Rashard Matthews, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, Greg Jennings, um, and I'm missing somebody else too. Uh, so, it, dude, it's 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 it's. And Jordan Cameron, Jordan Cameron, he's a push too. Yeah, I, for a guy that that is supposed to be this dynamic, you know, he may have all the skills in the world, but you talk about what he's got up up in the head. From what I see, I just don't see the guy that just is a mad competitor out there. You know, competitor. He doesn't he doesn't just take the game and be like get the ball and just like show you any of that emotion that says like, man, yeah, this guy loves playing football. I don't yeah. I think he loves the paycheck. I don't think he loves playing the game. I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, Tennessee side? Yeah, let's go to Tennessee. Alright, here's another here's a yeah, community running just running kidding. back. Community running back field. Is it Dexter McCluster? Is it Antonio Andrews? Is it Bishop Sankey? Um, That's more of like
0: that's more like... Um, it's not even community. That's, that's like... Community uh, college? Student council.
1: <laughs> UN? You it's right? Student council.
0: Like, hey, okay, I got elected as student council. How'd you get
1: elected? Nobody else ran. Yes.
0: that I, We can't even call that community. I like it. Whatever. Your community college is good, or... It, what I said. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was like... Uh, um, all right. So anyway, the, the, the one guy that, that people are interested in, though, is Andrews. And, he, you know, he got the touchdown last week. He's a big dude. So yeah. he's the goal line guy, but it was seven carries for nine yards. That's it. The only encouraging thing you had out of him, he, was, he made it like I think three receptions. was like 48 yards receiving in the game. How often is that going to happen? <laughs> That's the thing. It's, it's, it's not going to happen enough. So, um, and then Marcus Mariota. In this situation against Miami's defense the way that it's been right now he might be a nice play and um, you know Delaney Walker uh, looks good I mean but there's no real dynamic players on either side of the ball here
0: well I think with right is is a player that we all like but it, when you play him he doesn't do deck right I, I'm, I think we're both speaking on on personal experience when he's in the lineup he doesn't do deck and when he's not in the lineup he has a nice 45yard touchdown there's a, I don't know, is that a helicopter going by? There there, be, I do live pretty close to, uh, Sol, uh, not Soldier, I wish Soldier, um, to Wrigley Field, and with the Cubs winning, as you saw when they won that one team, uh, wild card playoff. Any victory in a series is basically like winning the uh, championship in the World Series. So, it's been pretty crazy. A lot of honking and whatever. So, if you're hearing that stuff, I apologize. But I don't apologize for any
3: drinking.
1: Bell 30s.
3: <laughs> my kind of team, Charlie. It's my kind of team.
0: It is indeed. All right. Panthers, Seahawks. Let's breeze through this one too. good and, so and, oh, and
1: by the way, though, I'm I'm upset though when uh, I was looking for uh, for all the sound bites for this and uh, Lou Brown, who you are hearing there, the, the coach of the uh, of the Indians in the Major League. The one that I wanted, the sound bite that I wanted to get was where uh, the GM <laughs> gives him a call. He's working at the tire shop. He's like, "Hey, Lou, how you doing? You know, how you, how'd you like to to coach the Indians?" uh you know that sounds great but you know i'm gonna put you on a hole like, you got know, another guy in the airline about a set of white walls
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's a yes
1: yeah so a, sounds interesting so so let's you want to get to seattle sure so how about Th- thomas Rawls, right The silky smooth sounds of Lou Rawls laying it down for you the way Thomas Rawls rolled over the Cincinnati
0: Bengals last week. There's only so many Lou's that I love out there. Lou Rawls might be one of them. Lou, Lou Reed. Lou Reed. Lou Reed. Uh, Lou Gehrig. Okay. Let's go on. Not the disease though. <laughs> yeah, not the disease. Good point. <laughs> oh, wait. That's not funny, but it was. Uh, <laughs> all right, love that. Thomas Rawls on my bench scoring thirty three points this week. In my heart. and on my and on my squad, and another one scoring.
1: I started him oh, in, in my sixteen team league. Picked him up two weeks ago. Uh, has been awesome. I think he, and hard to score points in that league. Twenty four and a half points he got for me last week. Woo. Legit
0: that Legit. Run, that run. When I saw, that, I was like, oh god. I was. I, I knew I started him in one and sat him in the other. And... Which
1: run, okay, I'm going to, which catch and runs or runs were better? I'm going to give you three. That one by Rawls, the Julian Edelman touchdown one, or the Dion Lewis disappearing at uh, scoring touchdown catch and run?
0: It's the Julian Edelman. I love the Dion, just pure space and just you know being able to juke in a box like that. But that Edelman... When you got Lee <laughs> missing tackles, when you, I mean, there was literally, you show at the beginning of that play, there are six guys behind him. And I will say this, that play made me lose the week. I played, really? against, I played against Tom Brady. I was watching it firsthand. I was like, how do you not stop that? That play, single line Well, both, and the, the Lewis didn't help either. But that, the distance in a long touchdown league, that element, all you gotta do is just tackle him right there, and I win the week. Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. I got hosed. I got hosed. But I've hosed the hose too. So it's all good. <laughs> Alrighty then. Seahawks, quickly. Let's talk about it. Russell Wilson at this point, it's. it's
1: Nothing special. He,
0: he, I sat him this week for Tyrod Taylor. Thank God. 25 points versus 12. He just. It can't be. It's not the Russell Wilson of old. No. You want know, to know why it is? Because they've got to try to get it to Jimmy. That's they've it. They've got to try and get it. They've got to change who they are. And
1: it's so funny. Well, but they, they went back to it and they went back to who they really were before, where it was Russell Wilson was not a top tier fantasy quarterback. It was, and th- this is where it's like when we were talking about you know who are the guys that you want to pick up. I'm a believer now that, you know, in Rawls, if he's available in these, you should grab him. You, you, if you own Lynch, you have to own him. But if you don't, he's gone. He, he was still in the waivers. I think it was like 40% leagues. He's going to be gone after this week. Yeah. But I still think it's, if you have a higher priority and you can have a chance to get him in your league, I still think you do. Because I'm not sold that Lynch hasn't had the wheels just come off. Yeah. And when he comes back, they're not just going to say, you know what, we're not giving you as many carries anyway. And I think he's going to be ineffective at some point in time. And they've just been holding on to him while the contract's. Because they haven't had anyone, yeah. Christine Michael didn't step up. They, you know they couldn't. They've been waiting to get that next person in. And if Rawls can do that on the road, that's the other thing. On the road at Cincinnati, who's an undefeated team and has been playing very good defense, and he made them look silly on their on their defensive front.
0: They obviously knew they had something special there. They got rid of uh, you know they got rid of Jackson and they got rid of the, uh, the Turbin. Well, no, Jackson, Fred Jackson told them. I mean, they, they brought, they brought Fred in, in Fred Jackson. Jackson, Jackson sorry. Right, yeah. They got rid of Turbin, and they brought in Jackson, who was just a buddy of, 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 of Lynch, right. uh So they knew they had something going on. And they got rid of Christy Michael, as you yeah, said. Right. So here's the one thing I'll say. Russell Wilson, everyone's always talking about, you look at the year-end season, this is maybe another lesson thing, and it depends on what you want. But at the quarterback, I want explosion, and I want someone that's going to go up. Russell Wilson Is a guy that becomes top five and has these great seasons because he chips away at it throughout the season. Uh, That he chips away Mm -hmm. throughout the entire season and his 16 points times, you know, 16. Gets him into the top five quarterbacks. Gets him in the top seven. I mean, he's been top five, top seven for the, every he year. Here's the league. amazing thing. He that's the way he gets. He's slow plotter at the position. That does not help most teams unless you got dynamic stuff going on in other spots. He's not a great fantasy quarterback week to week. His stats at the end don't paint paint the right picture. No, and
1: and again, a lot of the reason why I thought, remember all the preseason arguments, I thought that his stat line was going to be, fantasy point-wise, going to be about the same. Not the stat line was going to be the same. I figured he was going to lose all those rushing yards, but he was going to be a more effective passer. It's amazing how much Jimmy Graham has had no effect on uh, anything that, that they're able to do. Um, it does not help anybody else, really, in the offense. Wilson he, never
0: seems like he's dropping back and targeting, locking in on him. Nope. It, it's just kind of... We're not running the same patterns. Like, welcome down, to the, the party, pal. Right. You're, we're not really partying. Jimmy
1: Graham can be dropped now. Not dropped. Traded. He Trading. should be traded. Yeah, I, He should be benched almost. You know, I had him in my league, and thank God, thank you. Uh, thank you. Tyler Eifert. And the guy kept coming at me with the trades. I go, what, Eifert? I go, you can't have Eifert. Do you want Jimmy Graham? <laughs> because... I'm not trading this guy. Yeah. You know, it's like realize also this. It's not the name anymore. The name is whatever the name was. It doesn't mean Jack. He's not producing. And if you got someone out there who's just dead at tight end and still wants to believe in the name, get what you can for him. I was able to get Chris Ivory for him, steal and a half, as far as I'm
0: concerned. So, and in, in all honesty, guys, that means this is the third year in a row, two of which were with the New Orleans Saints. This year, obviously, this is the third year in a row where Jimmy Graham is a headache. Three years. He was the best five years ago. Four years ago, was right up there. He has been kind of difficult. Uh, had his moments. Uh, in, in, and in three years with- But uh, overall, a real letdown week in and week out.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Enough with them. uh t- t- Wide receivers, if you're starting any of those guys, good luck with that. Uh, let's go on. Panthers. I don't know. We're going to make it quick. Stewart, it seems like people are always trying to trade him, so what do you really expect there? Olsen, you just traded this week. Right. I think well, he's a great expect? player. This is, but
1: this is tough. Seattle's just is is coming tough. off of a tough loss again. This game's in Seattle, correct? Yeah So, um... The Panthers are have been a team that are are they undefeated still? I think they're undefeated still. Yeah. So you have them well, undefeated. I think they're going to kind of get smacked down a little bit to to reality here. I, I really have a feeling that Seattle should assert it themselves because I think they'll be able to shut down Jonathan Stewart in the running game. You're going to they're they're not going to be able to have success with Greg Olson this week. Um, you know when I when I when I look at at, at Seattle at the tight end position. They're... Well, actually, the Seahawks have been back. <laughs> I take that back. They have given up 11.3 points per game to tight ends. 28th. <laughs> so, fifth worst in the league. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, maybe this is a Greg Olson week. But I, they, they are locking down the wide receivers. They're only in the third, uh, holding them to the third least amount of points at 15.6. So, obviously, this is a week that... Uh, you're maybe get uh, a lucky shot to, to Ginn or to Philly Brown, but don't count on it. You're going to get shut down in the running game, and you're going to get a lot of targets for Greg Olson. Well, the one thing to think about with these teams, uh, Keekly, Cookley's back. Yep.
0: So uh, Riverboat Ron today was saying, oh, he looked like he didn't miss any time. Same guy as old. Okay, so they played each other in the playoffs last year, and the Seahawks beat them 31-17. Listen to the last two years, uh, including last year's season. They played in October, and the previous season of that, they opened up the season in 2013. Correct. Listen to these scores, and this is something to think about when it comes to fantasy. I don't know what the Vegas line on this game is, or over/under on how many points they score, but last year, October 26th, it was the Seahawks won 13 to nine. Okay, so that's last year's game, uh, regular season game between the two, and then two years ago in 2013, the f- opening game, 10, the Seahawks won 12 to seven. Twelve seven. I remember it was a low scoring yeah, game. 12-7. Right yeah. So I don't know what sh- has changed with these two teams, but they're defensive minded. It could be another one of those battles. I'm going to tell you right now. When it's 13 to nine and 12 to seven. There's not that many fantasy points being delivered in that game. You know what you're also for saying? teams. I don't know what the, what the Vegas number is out of a Bet the under. Bet the under. All right. Uh, I say we just move on. Moving on. If you have any questions, here's a quick thing. And it doesn't mean to be smug. But if you have questions we don't cover anything on any podcast we do, but tonight included, join Pyro Pro. Ch- sign up for a week. Dip your toes in the water. See if you like it. Sign, that's $5. Sign up for a month. That's $10. We've been having a lot of people sign up for a month. I hope you're asking us second opinions. I hope you're putting your team in. I hope you're firing it up and enjoying it. It gives you a lot of access to the Pyro Mindshare. Whether they're sick or not, and or here or not, I guarantee you that Stag Party and Dogmatica are both answering second opinions while we're recording this podcast. So Check that stuff out for the year. Meaning if you get it today, then you will get it from one year till now. It's not till the end of this year. Is $40. So if you pay 40 bucks tomorrow and or when you're listening to this and you get the Pyro Pro premium package for the year, you have it until week 6 of the 2016 season. Why not? I spend more money on beers, strippers. Well, Some months Only like one I really only did it Like twice a year But yeah When, when we were But at, when you do when,
1: You spend a lot
0: I spent I did, <laughs> I did spend a lot After the after the NFL draft Me, Dollar And Stags We went over The Pink Monkey Woo I wish I could have That money back But it was fun It is a fun time there I still smell that That vanilla That, that vanilla-y smell On that shirt That I was wearing That I haven't washed She blew me What's up? <laughs> Right, we're moving, on. We're, going moving the, on. we're going to the Charges, the Packers. Let's start with the Charges. Welcome back, Antonio Gates. Yeah, he always I love starts
1: it. hot. He he starts hot. He does, and he looked he looked good. But the the second touchdown catch was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. I was down. I
0: was up by eight. I mean, up by ten because I had some points on my bench, like an idiot. I don't know what I was thinking in a couple situations. He had Gates. And my buddy's like, oh, "You're looking pretty good today in that one." I'm like, "You an idiot? Yeah. He's Got 99 touchdowns? He's getting touchdowns. He's <laughs> so he got back. the
1: first one like that.
0: Yeah. He's coming back after an Adderall suspension or some bullshit. The guy's lighting it up. Rivers for four weeks, like can't wait to come back. I'm gonna pepper you.
1: So my fiance, she you know doesn't love watching football, but she was watching the game with me. This watched the second half with me because her, at her job they do a weekly pool." Everyone, it's like a buck a sheet, yeah. And it's a big company, so and they have bonus weeks and things like that. this. Was just a normal week, so we were down to the, the we were it was us and two other people. Uh, of course, it was my sheet. Uh, <laughs> Smart woman. Uh, hey, hey, I, I do. I had a system, so I we, we had we you. were the only one that had San Diego. The other two had Pittsburgh. One had like total points at twenty. The other one had it at forty. And I'm like, I'm texting her, like, we're up this. And then she starts watching, and then we get the interception return for the touchdown, and and then she's getting pissed, and I'm like, there's still a lot of time left. And then I got pissed because San Diego's moving that ball down toward the end. And I'm like, why are they rushing? Why aren't they wasting more time? San Diego's great at milking the clock. You could have got, you could have given them the ball back with one minute left instead, and then they let them move all the way down the field. And I'm like, I'm like, we're gonna, I'm like, it's gonna go to overtime. We'll be okay. We're going to fucking lose. And when Vic made that run, I'm like, you've... And, then, and she's from uh, uh, Georgia. so yeah. she, She's like, Mike, Vic's still... Fuck him! <laughs> <laughs> some, people want, some people want that up. Oh, my well, no, fuck he he this. He cost us $182. I'm going to Georgia this weekend. That We were going to spend on beer out there. Hey, good God. <sighs> good,
0: times. good times. Good times watching, watching invested yes.
1: football with the old lady. Indeed. That's good times. So, so now I, I, I did already did my sheet for next week, so I think we're going we're, we're gonna to win this money. Because as long as you pre- 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 re- prepare. Preparation H? Prepo- uh, yeah. Proper preparation prevents piss poor
0: performance. Oh, so, uh, yeah. I can never do that. Um, the question is do you think she tells people at the office that her fiance, who's an expert, in football, no. the fans football doesn't? No. Or do you think she goes in and acts like a hot because she's got her ace up the sleeve?
1: Well, well she didn't win, so she's got no reason to... But she's like, I don't want these people to win.
0: Oh, she's like, <laughs> if, it's him, if it was her, it'd be great. Yeah, right, but right. him, he ate my leftovers. Yeah, right, so right, right. I bring in yogurt, and it's gone by lunch because of this fella. All right. Let's go on from someone besides Gates. If you got Gates, you picked him up, or you drafted him, you held on him. Good times. There is something that always happens. He starts hot, tapers off. Enjoy it while you got it. Maybe it's just something where it, it sticks, but I don't know. Um, what else to think in that one? Allen, you're starting him, you're playing him. They're going to have the Packers. The reason what, why you're what, playing him in, in, at the wide receiver in any receiver position is... Don't you think the Packers, at home at Lambeau, get off to a hot start? It's not going to be a game where I think Melvin Gordon's doing much. It's going to be a Woodhead game. With That's d- where it is. It's it's dinkin' and Dunkin' and trying to get to the... Uh, dunkin' and Dinkin'. D- stag has gone. I love the Stags now. <laughs> it's like, dank, dank. You know he didn't. That I show, he didn't even know what it was. He went home and I was like, what is dank? <laughs> oh, good smell of marijuana.
1: That is and dank. <laughs> But yeah, I I think Melvin Gordon, he he needs to have. I just don't see it right now for him. I, I don't see in the way that their offense is set up and the way that they that they block that they're not opening gaping holes. So that's why it's Woodhead who's always scoring more fantasy points, being that guy who when they're having to be in more of the the passing and, and everyone knows Philip Rivers loves to be in the shotgun. So it's like. You know, this is not Ladanian Tomlinson uh, type guy that they have back there. Melvin Gordon's good, but he's not nearly that good. Well, Dog had him real high this week,
0: and it was a reason why I was looking. I played against him in one league, and I'm like, uh, brother. And I respect Dog's ranking so much. I mean, he's right now he's sitting amongst experts through five through four weeks at number thirty out of 136 or something uh, experts, or maybe 132. But I respect him all together and he, he one of the reasons why he's great is he's not he takes chances. Yeah he goes out there and like any of us that are gonna be winners in, in fantasy football, he takes chances not just putting the list in a row and doing this, the usual character right. He goes out on a limb on certain players. He had him high this week. Um, I agree with you. I think I don't think this team makeup is ready for him. And he's not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And I think now with with them re-signing Rivers and kind of having an awesome repertoire at at receiver, even before Gates came this year, it's been a nice season for him. Yeah. And winging the ball around, I just think it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, and uh, for, for maybe, Melvin, maybe he Melvin gets- to really deliver. And I think in a game that he has a great game, he's. He's never gonna explode like Gurley, and that's why we were always I always had Gurley in the top twenty.
1: Yeah.
0: Even when he hadn't come back. It's like Gordon can't catch. All he's trying to do all off season. I kept he's trying to prove that he can catch even at the combine, even all off season. He can't do that, and that's the only way that he's really gonna succeed with Rivers.
1: And I don't know where I where I finished out with him in my oh here, I can I can look up my my tears because I know that I had moved um, Melvin Gordon down I was not sold on him So he ended up for me I know at one point we had him pretty high So I he still creeped up higher than I wish he did To 24th Where am I at? Um, uh, this is just my Oh, this this I, thought I thought you were from just, from the, no, 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 drift the So, And I had uh, Todd Gurley Who I initially had higher But again, all the news at the time When we were coming out with this Was that he was probably going to miss five weeks I only had him three spots lower Yeah. <laughs> so, So there you go you I know. think I
0: had yelled it as my first running back with Gurley, uh, slider slow behind. But um, anyway,
1: who knows? Chargers with and pick. Spiller, as we mentioned earlier, I had him. He only he got up to twenty eight for me. I said twenty six, I thought, but uh, yeah, I had him in the forties, and then he got up to twenty eight.
0: Bastard. The one thing out of a lot of the teams that we've listed here, the Chargers are fantasy
1: relevant and are putting up fantasy points yes. every week. So because they don't have not, a defense. Yeah. And and Green Bay is going to be scoring all over them again. They are going to have to to you know be coming playing from behind, so it doesn't set up for Melvin Gordon in that re- regard either. So if you're playing against player anybody in your leagues that have uh,
0: Charger receivers and Charger guys, that are going to be in on receiving plays. Uh, fourth quarter is going to be a nightmare for you this yep. week. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go on to the, um, where are we at? Packers, let's just breeze through. You're starting, Rodgers. This is a
1: great matchup for Lacey, okay? The the Chargers are horrendous at at stopping running backs. So they're giving up 26.8 points per week. It's the second worst in the league. Um, This is a get healthy game for Lacey. I think this is one where I think it makes sense, since they should be up early, that they should try to get him... Get him his hundred yards, get him a touchdown, and get his confidence going yeah. again because they the and, and, and you need it right now because this is the point in time of the year where you kind of really need to be able to have that running game to count on and they've they've been Rogers have been amazing. Um, he finally had his touchdown. Uh, There's no interception and in home yeah. streak broken after a thousand whatever days yeah. and five hundred and some odd passes or whatever the hell it was. It's, ridiculous. Can
0: I say one thing about Rodgers going into last week pyromaniac mode putting his write up on Pyro Pro player rankings? Actually, you could have gotten it on free cuz Rodgers was ranked number 1 last week. The fact that as much as he's the number 2, it's kind of like it's kind of like what we were just talking about with Wilson. He's the number 2 quarterback in fantasy right now, but he was really only positionally a, a top core a top QB1 twice. Mm-hmm. He was, week in week uh, four, he was the 16th scoring fantasy uh, quarterback. So, as much as everyone's, he's probably an MVP candidate, and he's awesome, he's in his prime and all this stuff. It's the reason why I was never sold even on, on taking him in the first or second, third round, you got to be intrigued by it, I'd probably do it, but Rodgers, I don't know. I don't know, guys that took Rodgers in the first round, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's worth it. If you if you're taking a lot of those running backs we talked about earlier in the show over them, it's a different it's, story. It's the, it's the other but thing is
1: that you know it depends on your situation. But you know you're, you're feeling a lot better than if you took Peyton Manning in the third round, <laughs> the second round. In my big money league,
0: a guy the guy that's actually really good at this stuff took Peyton Manning with like the sixth pick, seventh pick. And everyone's like, oh whoa, he's like, really? He's like he's going to be the third quarterback in points. Still, he could have got him in three rounds.
1: Anyway, see, let's, let's think of Aaron Rodgers, though. Your, your, your new favorite person should be that James Corden, the guy who's the host of the Late Late Show. Did you see when he was on the NFL Network? Um, I, I can't find like, the video of it, he was like, you know, he's like making jokes because he's from England, you know, London. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, not understanding at all. And so they bring up Aaron Rodgers and he talks about how he hates him. You know, because of Olivia Munn. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: read. I read. I read your. I read your, uh, you, Was that you that did a write up on it? This no. No. no, no it's he, funny. Uh, Pyromaniac Mo closed out on uh, Mrs. Olivia Munn in his piece last week. I love that girl still. Yeah. I mean, we just gotta figure a way for
1: her to get on my cock. <laughs>
0: um, all right. We're, you were moving you
1: were on. To you, you, you said that out loud. Just so you know. I don't. I don't did you know. hear that, Olivia? I don't know. Yeah, Olivia. I saw Come, that. come sit down on the show. I posted Literally, a picture of, in of in you on throwing, on the show. throwing <laughs> like
0: six kielbasa sausages in your mouth. <laughs> Let one of those in the future be mine. We're going to do the Ravens at the 49ers. Ooh, the
1: Harbaugh brothers are playing each other. Hold well, on, hold on. You and Olivia, though. I cannot hit third ball. Straight ball, I hit it very much. Third ball.
3: Bats are afraid. Your bats are afraid. huh <sighs> My bat would be
0: so... It might be afraid, actually. Oh, she's so hot. Hold on. We're going to take a little time out. <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. Just, just, Hey, I know we're a long way to the banter, but go, hold, you. hold the fort down.
1: I got I got it. Get some sound bites, sing and Go ahead. alright All I'm going to go jerk off. Brown wrong. chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown <laughs> Get the oh. That'll
0: oh, be later. All right, let's go on to the Ravens and... We're done with the Packers. You just you know who to start and who not to. Ty just a bit outside. Ty uh, Montgomery. He's he's legit. He's, but t- he's, he's actually tied. A- tied.
1: Tie. That
0: is great. Just a bit outside. Just missing a couple periods. Oh, that's
1: good stuff. We're adding a couple periods. <laughs> Mm. Dynamite drop-in, uh, Davo.
0: Let's talk about the Harbaugh brothers playing each other. Wait, hold on. What am I talking about? The Ravens at the 49ers. <laughs> uh, the Ravens just...
1: <sighs> you know, know, the Ravens... Were, listen to this. Here's the worst part for the Ravens. Four set finally getting going. Two big weeks in a row and ankle injury. Now, good news is they're saying it's not a high ankle sprain... But it probably looks like it's bad enough that it's going to keep him out of, of this week. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really just, it, it is kind of concerning um, when you have Telefero who missed last game as well. So, Buck Allen, and, and granted, he had a rough start to the season for him. Yeah. Now he had eight, eight carries last week, 58 yards. That was still while Forsett was healthy because yeah. Forsett didn't go out till the end of the game. 49ers defense is weak. If there's ever a chance for a sneaky play like a fan duel type one, if Forsett doesn't go and they want to establish the run because if they're still without Steve Smith, that's where everything hinge. They say at. he's coming back. I, micro fractures in the back. I know it's like to, if he's back, it still makes it better for Buck Allen. I agree. Buck Allen,
0: all those pickups that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Is it better to drop a guy? I know for sure I had Buck Allen probably in every league. I know we dropped him. I dropped, I dropped him in dropped two, them two leagues. In the pyro I pro. Dropped them in we two dropped him in a pyro pro league. Yeah. You dropped him in a couple of leagues. I know I dropped him in a couple other leagues. And it's like, damn, that's one of those situations where it's like, who cares? But who who did knows? You drop he hasn't before. done anything right. yet. I, but but at the same time, it's one of those things where sometimes you got to let the season mature. Right.
1: One I dropped him for Hankerson. The other one I dropped him for Tavon Austin. We'll see if that... Comes back to bite me in the ass. It'll I, be we, we talked about it last week, and I said I was buying it on Devon Austin, so I did. Nice, and you got, you, got him, and you got, got him, I got I got cheap too. So you want to know what I,
0: I don't get cheap? Because I buy the most expensive beers ever. Well, well, there there
1: it is. Let's show the nitro.
2: That looked like the Terminator, only slower. Maybe it was his out-of-stater, or it could have been the Hibernator. That baby is definitely going away for the winter. Whatever for Vaughn, it might be see you later He's probably going to become a spectator. He left out the Germinator.
0: Dirk Nowitzki, NBA, in the mix. That's my boy. All right, let's go on to the uh, next giggity. What do you want to talk about? The Niners. Man. Talk about
1: the Niners. Do you want to, talk, was, yeah, yeah, you want do, to talk
0: about Yeah, it? I do. I do briefly. <laughs> I finally had his first game where he looked like he was a professional running back in the NFL since the first week. It seems like I actually like the the way the team's moving a, a little bit. Obviously, they ended up losing that game, but baby steps with this team. Mm-hmm. Am I? Do I want? Do I have any players on any of these teams? I've got Bolden who's been sitting on my bench. He had a nice game this week. I don't know. You just gotta kind of stay away from it in general. But I liked what I saw. It was a better game out of that team than I had seen the previous four. Yeah. If you if you're riding and relying on any 49ers it's defense, tense. offense, any position, it's gonna be a rough season for you. Simple as that.
1: We're gonna ram it.
0: Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather have I'd rather, rather, I'd rather have the Los Angeles Rams. Than 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 whatever's going on there. I'd rather the ha, I'd
1: rather have to listen to the, to ram it for three hours straight than rely on any of those for three, of these players for three hours on a Sunday.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like we know what you and your fiance need to do this Sunday. We're ram, going ram it. it, ram it. Especially <laughs> you, can, you just need to win the office pool, buddy. And you gotta ram it for the week. That's what I'm talking about. Let's win that shit. All right. So that was the fourth. Game in the afternoon. So is it, is it four you know, or is it only three? It's four. Yeah, we had the Panthers, Seahawks, Chargers, Packers, and then the third one. No, I said. Ah, oh, you're right. The fourth. I was looking at four o'clock. You're right. Three o'clock. Three games were in the afternoon. Ugh. and then we've got a pretty cool one. Hey. Hey. Hey.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Good times. We'll be rocking LA. The
0: Just 80s and NFL. Can you dig it? Yes, we can. All right. Saturday night, uh, Sunday night football Sunday. on NBC. The New England Patriots are going to be in Lucas Oil Stadium playing the Colts. Hopefully, Locke plays. I will give you the little inside information I got. Yep. I don't know whether this source is legit or what's. But Luck is going to be out for a bit. From what I'm hearing, my buddy's pretty connected. He's from Indianapolis. His dad and all his buddies are all doctors and do all this stuff. And he told me it's like Luck's injury is serious. He told me that a week and a half ago. 2 weeks out already. It seems like there's something they're not telling you. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we hear the news in the next day. Mm-hmm. Next day that Luck's playing in this game, but if not, I don't know. There's something serious
1: wrong with that uh, shoulder. Well, and it's 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 never gonna be easy either because every time he matches up against Bill Belichick, it's uh it just seems to be a world of hurt for him fantasy point-wise anyway. Yeah. But let, let's let's uh, since you talk quarterback there, let me let's talk Tom Brady, let's talk about your, your boy here. So he was ho-hong last week, he only threw for 275 yards and two touchdowns. But he adds you a rushing touchdown. The dude scores points. He is now, <laughs> he's, 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 what is it? Uh, Note all the touchdowns that he has this year. No interceptions. He has not turned the ball over this year, throwing an interception. That's remarkable. And this defense that the Colts basically don't have <laughs> is going to be. And, and again, to me, uh, as as. The way that I explained it in my write-up, and I think is is the truth of the matter, I really do believe that Tom Brady is on a FU mission uh, against the league for the vendetta of that four-game suspension and everything and getting it overturned, and this is a prime-time game. This is on national stage, and we saw what they did when they played Jacksonville. They don't take it easy on anybody, and so for me, as I said... What's the team that they did deflategate against? The, the Jets? Net. Oh no, no, that was the Colts.
0: The Colts, right? Yeah. Uh, hello. I can just see Tom Brady like the ball's really filled up, and guess what? For the second time, you know what the score was when they beat Deflake it? You know the score? Forty-five to seven. Right. And it so, was should have so, been
1: a shutout too. Yeah. And it, and it's gonna be one of those things where it's like you're gonna you're gonna look at this. He this is his middle finger game. This is his screw you NFL, screw you Goodell, screw you all you a- a- assholes and everything else. I am going to light up the Colts again, and I am not going to stop.
0: Without the chip on a shoulder from the Deflate Gate in that situation, the last game like, I said forty-five to seven. The game previous to that in uh, two thousand a, a year prior. They shut him out, did not they? No, it was forty-two to twenty. To twenty, okay. The, the earlier, so the, twice in, in, the earlier game in two thousand fourteen. So that was November sixteenth, two thousand fourteen. Oh, that was another playoff game. Jesus Christ. 43, the previous playoff game from the 2013 playoffs, 43-22. to 22. So basically with 45, 42, and 43. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so they, 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 the Colts three-game total does match, does go to 49 points.
1: I think that's what uh, New England's going to score in this game.
0: But it, without These are without the chip on the table. I show, know. Though. It's going it's it's to be
1: a 50-point game. It's going to be a 50-burger Oh boy, Jesus. it's gonna it's gonna be nasty. So get your Patriots in the lineup. This is one, can you start blunt? Yes, the hell you can start blunt. He's gonna get two rushing touchdowns Gosh, in son. this game. Deion Lewis is gonna get you a touchdown, he's gonna get you uh, combined probably about 135 yards. Edelman scoring a touchdown, Grant scoring a touchdown. This is this is basically the Oprah Winfrey game. We got a touchdown for you! We got a touchdown for you! We got a touchdown for you! Everyone gets a touchdown!
0: I love the way that one of those giveaways uh, on the Oprah shows when they're like, we're, out, we're giving everyone, everyone in the crowd a Pontiac G six. <laughs> like literally within two months, Pontiac no <laughs> longer existed.
1: <laughs> it comes with a lifetime warranty, factory guaranteed. Oh, there's no more factory.
0: Detroit's in trouble. We've got a dr- GMC's got to drop about four of our franchises, and Oprah's been giving away cars from one of them for the last year. <laughs> oh gosh. Um All right, I think we're good on that one. What it, you can't really want to start uh, Gore at all because they're going to be down. Yeah. So, what are they going to be running the ball? No. If Locke plays, I like this obviously a ton better. If it's Hasselbeck, I'd say it's Trouble City for for uh, you know the Colts. Is do I think that uh, Andre Johnson does what he did last week? No. Do you know who's going to do it between Dwayne Allen and Fleener? No. Mm. TY Helton, can I see him getting some points? Absolutely.
1: But who knows? It's kind of problematic. Yeah. You know what? Can I can I make another promo for our 200th show that's yeah. coming up? Because it, this is a, this is an extravaganza. It's a bonanza. It's it's good times. We're going to go back and kind of relive some of our older glory days and some fun things. So here's here's a little throwback that some of you may remember that we remember here very fondly.
2: sound of horse hi i'm dr steve brule today we talk about can you guess horse what if you don't have a car or a skateboard what are you gonna do you're shit out of luck charlie get a horse not charlie horse name of horse horse to eat horse to ride let's stop horsing around and check it out, check it out.
0: You got your work cut out for you between now and next Wednesday to get the the crowning jewels, the best moments. Because let's be honest, I'm in, I'm Doctor Steve Brule uh, is just about as good as it he gets. I, I've never, have I been listening to a show and I wasn't very familiar with them, if at all. And while you were playing these things, and sometimes my ears are a little messed up and I can't really hear it, but those were just too good. We were dying. So that's gonna be real fun next uh, week, next week's show. Let's move on to the next game and close this party out. Houdini, we've had a good time. We've, we 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 we've, we fired it up, but we'll go on to the Monday night game, October nineteenth. Giants at the Eagles. Obviously, a huge league-wide matchup and rivalry.
2: This could be a far friggin' great game. I'll let you know if I land the job. I know you're very concerned. <laughs> yeah, well, I. Uh... I just wanted Linda to know what she would have had ahead of her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stay away from her. Suck my dick. Yeah.
1: Oh, do you want me to talk about this game? <laughs> so, we're sitting here with the Eagles and the Giants. These are, again, division rivals. These two teams usually put up a bunch of points when they play against each other. Sam Bradford... Wow, did he start out looking horrible at the beginning of last week. Turns it back around, gets the team going. I'm still concerned. I don't know what's going on with the uh, receiving situation. Did you see uh, Aguilar go down with an ankle injury? So, that's who I started over. Over I started, started with Aguilar? Over in
0: Nelson Aguilar, uh, over literally Eifert. And I, ha- I have in that league... Uh, Travis Kelsey. For some reason, I'm like, I just feel like he's going to go off. Yeah, an you know. idiot. I'm never doing shit like that again.
1: Fail.
3: Verde. She's talking now, Jobu. Look, I go to you. I stick up for you. You know, help me now. I say,
1: fuck you, Jobu. I do it myself. That was for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, Aguilar looks like he's going to be out. Who's the guy that sneakily don't don't count too much into the touchdown that, that, Huff, uh, that Huff had made when, when two defenders run into each other? Okay. A, the New Orleans Saints are a comedy of errors on their defense. But, look, Aguilar has not been able to do much. Huff did play at Oregon with Chip Kelly. So um, this is this is a situation where he could start to find more of a role. The problem is that they've been playing... You know He's a slot receiver, and they always want to play Jordan Matthews in the slot. So are they going to move Jordan Matthews down to the outside, which looks like they, they kind of started to do a little bit last week. Um, I don't know how effective that, how much that helps him. So and It seems like Cooper gets a lot of action
0: in, in, in the thick of things. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it all points to this whole offense has got a lot of mouths to feed. Even you, you even look at Salix getting it. You look at yeah. Earths had an all right game. But it, it, there's just a lot of play, a lot of players that, that can
1: get it happening for him. Huff,
0: don't play
2: him. No, uh, you no. Know.
1: And, and, and and again, it's like if you're going to add that type of a guy, do you understand what you're getting? Because he's still not like the guy. You know, I'd rather have a Jamison Crowder because more catches he's still going to get the action going to score about the same amount of touchdowns again because Huff is not a guy that you're going to be targeting in the red zone. So you get fluky touchdowns like this. So don't buy into that that fluky touchdown on a long play. Look at the rest of the breath of work. And it was only three catches other than that.
0: Everyone loved Nelson Aguilar. Uh, first round draft pick. Wide receivers. Flight body. Uh, everyone loved him going in. It was just like obvious in July and in July and August that that this guy was going to be a great wide receiver from day one. He's droppable. Yeah, he's droppable. Uh, I'm not gonna say he's not gonna have a great career. In no, he still might have potential for
1: dynasty, but not yeah. for not for this year. In a not redraft a- situation,
0: uh, I'm not gonna say he's not gonna have a, a, a big game if he comes back when he comes back and or, or two or get hot. But in my opinion, it's hard to hold on to that guy. Uh, let's go. I mean, what else? Demarco. I like the situation. When you complain, you feed the mouth. There's a lot of there's there's a lot of uh, upside there with what I think can happen, and Matthews is able to pull it off as well. He's still still those bolt those guys are putting up. I think Matthews put up in, in you know in one of my leagues 14, 15 points, and and Demarco had you know 22. These guys are both putting up points, so something to keep an eye on. If one of them really goes down, then the other one really comes to the top. But I definitely like DeMarco moving forward. i liked him since day one um, over there. He's obviously hasn't had the season, and people are down on him, and he's been complaining. But just with the amount of plays that happened and the way that that offensive line looked like it had really kind of uh, bonded together and done something that they hadn't done through the previous games, I'm liking what I see there. Uh, as I said last week on the podcast, Chip Kelly's on the hot seat. Not in a way that he's going to get fired, but just in the way that he calls a game. And his whole thing is, you know, when you call so many plays and you keep it active, that no one individual play means as much. I don't think that that's proving to be the case right now.
1: Uh, on the flip side... Well, also with that, though, that Chip chip was finally, this week, able to get a situation where they had time of possession. This is a team that was... <laughs> 22 minutes a game was their time of possession. So... They finally started, you, you establish a little bit of the running game. You actually get some first downs. And again, what was the, the, the two interceptions for Bradford, were they both in the end zone? I know one yeah. of them was in the end both yeah. in the end zone. So they were moving the ball down the field. Things were finally starting to click. So maybe it's one of these things where, again, you have all these new players that came into the system and, and, and are getting themselves acclimated. Maybe now it's finally starting to come together. Maybe it just took five weeks. All right, let's go to the
0: other side of the ball. Earth's trouble city as well. That trouble. was a guy. I was higher. I mean, I was higher on Ertz than, on than Iford. I was on Eifert. Right. Uh, glad I literally got both of them. And I really in in many leagues we like, why would you have gone for a, a tight end again? Like, I just I had to hedge my bet. Like, I know one of these fuckers is
1: going to do it. I did it too, and I got Earths in my main league, and and I had uh, and I picked up Eifert in my other league where I had Jimmy Graham. I was like, oh, I don't care. I, I'm just going to this yeah. the value, and it was in my auction it was toward the end. I'm like. I'm saving all my money. I thought I was going to have to spend, I was going to spend like up to $20 on them. I got them for $4 Tyler Eifert, in a 14 team league oh, that's with a $200 salary cap. They're
0: not listening to the Pyro podcast or going to no. pyromaniac.com. And I'm
1: the uh, by the way I'm five and, um um four we have five wishers. Right? So I'm four and one in that league and I have the uh, one point away from having the most points in that league, but I have the number one power ranking and best breakdown and whatever. Isn't it Kick fun? To, ass. Isn't
0: it fun to look at all that stuff? Oh yeah, when you're kicking ass, it's yeah, great. It's great. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> it is fun to look at that when you're kicking ass. And it's I'm also five great... and in my oldest league. Yeah. And Dogmatica, I'm gonna give him his props. He's four and one, but I will say this. I got two hundred more points than him in that league through <laughs> five weeks. That's forty a week, Dogmatica. I got your number. I hope I meet you in the playoffs.
1: It's also fun when you start off poorly. Like I was the the worst team in my league. I was telling you about with my Des Bryant, Martavis Bryant league that I, that I managed to put this team together. Three straight wins, power ranking from twelve up to number seven right now, and on the verge of one more win and I, and I jump into the top five. So and
0: that's just the way it is. The season's short. We're we're here at it's, you're five through six this week. Think about it. At this week, you're basically. On the season, season, you're deep into it. You're deep into this thing. Hopefully, you're fit, you're starting your playoffs in week 14. Think about that. 14 minus six, woo. Eight. You got eight weeks left, so that means you're almost at the halfway point.
1: Now, how good was Eli Manning last week? I I, I lost in my game. I went up against like every big player for set and everybody else last week, and I had Julio Jones who didn't do it for me. Eli still made it close at the end. He scored 51 points in my league oh my last week because we the bonuses for the for the you know uh, bigger bonuses over 300 and then over 400 throws for 441, three touchdowns, uh, pretty crazy. So he's riding hot coming into this game. The Giants are riding hot. The Giants could be five and they blew their first two games,
0: and, and they
1: almost blew this one. Yeah, they almost blow every game, <laughs> but they, they they're won. finding ways to win right now. And and OD OD is it OD is it OBJ is it ODBJ is it ODB? What the hell is it's, it for it's, Odell? It's Obie And
0: When he's got when he's got these hamstring injuries, mm-hmm. it's OB, it's OBG. ob G Y N. Yeah, Yeah. When you impregnate yeah. your fiance, she'll be like, "You're coming with me today. We're going to the OBG," and you're like. Honey, I gotta work on pickups. I
1: gotta go to OG CBGBs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lou Reed's playing. That's right. And I'm right. bringing some Lou Weed and uh, Talking Heads and Blondie and uh, yeah. I just saw that's that great. movie. That was that's good. It that was that's good.
0: A great movie. The guy. I've, I've, been, I've been there many times. I, uh, I've, seen,
1: I've seen a few concerts. I enjoyed one. the movie in the sense that like the actors that they had who were playing the people. Um, did a good job of looking like like the guy who that looked like David Byrne, and I was almost going to open with David Byrne uh, music. Uh, uh, we tonight. did,
0: we do it, we did, we did.
1: Did we do it? Money on no, you did Talking Heads.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, I was okay. going okay. go. to do a solo David Byrne. Yeah, burn. yeah, uh, I was going to have
1: some solo David Byrne. So, but I like also in that movie where they did the same thing that they're doing, in, in all these uh, music movies now, uh, they did it with the James Brown. Use the original people's music. And let them lip-sync. I'd rather hear them than hear an actor singing. I want to hear the original. Completely agree. Jeez. Yeah. Good for that. Val
0: Kilmer really sounded like Jim Morrison. He did
1: a good job in that one, but it's like, do you know how rare that is? Usually it sucks, and it's like I can tell that it's a singer and not the the person who's a real singer. Couldn't agree more. Uh, ODB. Yeah, what is it? Well, it's ODB.
0: Obviously, the guy's (laughs) bona fide stud. But he keeps getting banged up. So we'll see. Hamstring I, injury. Yeah, it's, it's problematic. We'll see what's going on. You got injured Ruben Randall as well. You got Dan- Larry Donnell is actually on the upswing and probably in his highest peaky moment since the three touchdowns. Another nice game. catch, yeah. We, we started him in the Pyro Pro league. Oh, we did? Hey, yeah. yeah. Oh Damn yeah, it. we well, had and you know that that ODB trade that we bitched about last week yeah. went through. I know we have ODB now.
1: I saw Sirteal. I know it was the Rhode Island guys that yeah. were on our ass. Yeah, you so. knew it.
0: You knew it. Those Rhode Island guys, smallest state, biggest problems.
1: And the thing is this: <laughs> I'll, I'll answer to you, Surtell. You said that if you give people a veto, they're going to use it. Well, I give people vetoes. We have like the veto process too. But the thing is this: it's it's. It's called Use Your Better Judgment, and we only give people, uh, votes one veto. I'm sorry, owners one veto vote. So, is this the trade that you want to use your veto on? And it's only going to go through if a majority of the other teams also veto the trade. Yeah. And because unless it's clear collusion, and there is no collusion, and I cannot tell you, like in my league, which is tell me how good this trade looks now. It was after week three in my main league where we only have the uh, you know, no weekly pickups. It's the three supplemental drafts, four rounds each. The team that had the number one pick in that, Sir Charlie do Surf and, and and my boy Siegel, traded away Marshawn Lynch to that owner for the right to the first pick, which they took Deion Lewis, also traded in Russell Wilson and got back uh, Kendall Wright and... I think Percy Harvin in the deal or whatever it was, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, how could you give him all Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch? And you're just giving him the whole thing." Uh, Dion Lewis has been a lot more productive yeah. in, since that time. It always works out that way. we've talked about yeah. it before. Even when Sertel posted that
0: on Facebook, it, Rawls was a part of it. we traded mm-hmm. Rawls and uh, Marshawn Lynch for ODB. Rawls had 23 points. And he started Rawls, right? And he so, started Rawls. So there you go. He had more points than ODB this week. Did we beat? We beat Stash. Right. So ODB's performance and Donnell helped us win the game. But one week in, Rawls has is outscoring ODB. So it's just, you know, whatever. Don't be the douche that, that feels like you gotta veto a trade because it just doesn't make it fun. Anyway. Let's go! But we do love our Rhode Island guys. Sertel, he's a Bears fan that lives in Rhode Island, and Mister Handsome is just so good looking. How could we not like him?
2: Just a reminder, fans, about Die Hard night coming up here at the stadium. Free admission to anyone who was actually alive the last time the Indians won a pennant.
0: (laughs) All right, what else we got here on the Giants? It looks
1: Chamberlain. Okay, you know this is. I think this is a good matchup for him. I think this is one of those ones where, you know, again, Rashad Jennings, you're not getting anything out of the Giants from a running standpoint. So if ODB is not at 100%, if Ruben Randall is not able to go, which it looks like he may not be able to go, is Dwayne Harris someone that's going to put any type of of scare into you? And it was amazing. When the Giants were were coming back in in this game last week with um, the 49ers, Were they ever going to cover Shane Vereen at the end of the game? Where did they start? Were they they at the the two-yard line or something? Was was that the game where they were at the two-yard line at the end? And it was just all the way downfield. And it's just Shane Vereen. And I got it on my team. I was like, oh, more Shane Vereen. Another catch, another, another 15 yards. There's another four points. Boom, there's another two points. Boom, there's another three points. It's like, awesome,
0: awesome. Awesome. It's an interesting little squad. I think the Giants and the Eagles, out of all the teams we cover today, are, very, are the most interesting and have some of the most upside on a fantasy sphere I want going, to... moving forward. You uh, just don't I... really know what's happening, but the upside of it is really intriguing.
1: My thing is, my revelation of this podcast, doing this one with you today, is this. we kept talking about these Shane Vereen type, all these type of running backs they are now scoring as many points as, like, the top running backs. So this is, again, going back to the whole thing of when you were drafting these Marshawn Lynch's and all these other guys after the... the yes, yeah, so your four successes at the top and then your next seven failures have, have proven to me that all these running backs that you're waiting on who are not the primary care, caring guy, but there are teams that are just great at shutting down the run now and this has become a passing league, that these secondary receiving <laughs> running backs... Probably almost more valuable than these other guys anyway.
0: And I want to take my hat off to Stag Party, who's obviously not here right now. Who was saying that and saying that all off season This summer, he'd be like, my third down backs, my third down backs. And he was loving those third down backs. And I'm like, dude. And I you was know, just too maybe narrow-minded to be like, the third down backs, they're only getting in there so much. But situationally, certain teams are down. So the third down back's playing every down. And I think that Stag Party really nailed it on the head with him and Nuke, obviously. Maybe not so much on uh, Andre Johnson. That was you. That was you. Uh,
1: <laughs> he was so mad in the last podcast when we put that on him. Uh, but and, 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 dog, you own Alfred Morris. Yes, you do. You do. Yes, you that do. was your guy.
0: Your guy, but no. In all honesty, Stag Party was calling that all. He's like the third down back, the guy that can get the catch. Especially because everyone more so. Model
1: more so. People are in PPR leagues now. Yeah. So now that's when you're looking at guys like Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson's been more valuable. Yeah. Isaiah got that nice touchdown, but Duke's got the touchdown here or there too. And when you're getting in PPR, eight catches and. Only a difference, and you're probably, you know, you're not rushing for as many yards, but when you add the total yards, he's coming out ahead. Non PPR league. Still Bernard, out Bernard, ahead. Bernard over a
0: hell. Yeah. Still a Lewis over a, over a blunt. Right. Uh, so, lots to be said there. I think this has been an awesome podcast. Uh, we, we're, we're sitting here at a good
1: time. I, I'm done. I'm you done. You need to talk to anybody else? No? I better, uh, let's, let's talk, you know. We got, uh, I can't wait for show 200. So, Everybody just get fired up because uh it's going to be a, a, a fiesta Hoot. bonanza a, a and crazy and good times
0: we 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 are going to let loose I'm coming back. Actually, I'm gone this weekend. I'm going to my buddy's wedding, as I've said in the show before. This weekend, Houdini's gone. I'm I'm going going to Columbia this weekend. No cocaine for me. B.S. And not Columbia,
1: South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to the South
0: American shit. I'm
1: going to the South. I'm going to Georgia, uh, to Atlanta, and then we're headed to uh, Athens, and I'm going to the Georgia-Missouri game. I'm staying in an RV this weekend. That's awesome. At where the tailgate is And the game's a 7.30 night game on Saturday night And then I fly home on Sunday I'm going to be a wreck I'm excited so to spend my first So let you all know, don't get mad at me Dogmatica will be doing the waiver Wire uh, pickup piece next week I, uh, for all you Pyro Pro Members, I will still manage To uh, come back to you on uh, With the my video For the waiver Wire pickups So that will still be there uh,
0: We'll put the video yeah. up tonight I've got enough time. Actually, it's pretty nice. We're actually ending pretty early. We're good, uh, even with a long pod. This isn't a long podcast. This is pretty much normal for us. No, me.
1: it's just two long-winded guys on during doing a podcast. That's but we've had a blast, man. Yeah, man. This has been good, to be honest. No one's I've been cor- done more. Only dancing. you corrected me once. No, I. You know, not a lot of correcting going on. You know, it's well, like, and
0: more so like I, There's no I couldn't agree less. Right.
1: <laughs> or or the <laughs> silence <sighs> stare from across the way. <laughs> How could you say that? We love you guys, <laughs> but we have more fun without you. We lo- we like being able <laughs> the to. The fun talk. of the party,
0: actually, Dogmatica can be real fun. He wore a dress to kickball. He, two weeks in a row.
1: Two weeks in a row.
0: Actually, this week was lingerie. Wow. Well, he wore a lingerie on And this he
1: game. said that was probably why he was getting sick before, so that's why he got more sick because he went from the dress to the lingerie. So is it is he going to come out in a slip next time? With God, what's I don't next? Know, I don't know. Dogmatica? Come on, pull that health together. Stag party?
0: Stop pretending like Cubs game wins in Wrigleyville are the flu. Other than that, we love you listening audience. Pyro Pro, pick it up. Make it happen. Go to iTunes. Give us a review. Give us a uh, a write-up. Why not? Why friggin' not? It just helps our stature. Check us out on Twitter, twitter twitter.com forward slash P-Y-R-O-M-A-N the number one A-C Facebook, as we said earlier, facebook.com forward slash Pyromaniac If you're on Android or a Windows phone and you want to listen to this podcast or subscribe to it check it out on Stitcher or Spreaker. We would have loved to have been on iHeartRadio but those dumbasses aren't smart enough to have anybody to accept us. By the way, If anybody works for iHeartRadio, your podcast system, you want to be up and coming, is atrocious. You should have accepted us a while ago. We love a lot of apps out there. Right now, we're distinguishing between SleeperBot and SportManias on who we want to join forces with in sponsorship. And in general... Things are just looking up, man. It's crazy that we're already six weeks into this deal, and the fact that it's going to be a blink of an eye when that Super Bowl happens. I will say this, and we'll all concur, and Houdini's going to sigh when I say this. Unlike the last three or four years, we're taking a month off next year. <laughs> once, the, once the Super Bowl's done, we're done. We're shutting it down. We're gone fishing. We need, We definitely need to we do need that. We need that. We definitely we need, need to a, do that. We need a. We need a, we need a moment of. We need to be ro- we are robots on this stuff. Mm-hmm. We need to just go plug in and just whatever, whatever it means to just get away from it. That's what we need to do.
1: So I'm gonna get away from it here. We're gonna close out. It's cool in the gang. And again, what we like to do here, me and Drex, we don't like to feed you all the stuff that some of the stuff that you may have heard, but a lot of the stuff you've never heard. And I'll guarantee you, you may know. Some cool in the gang, you have never heard this one. Big Chief Funkum. Big Chief Funk no
3: swing to nobody's say Funk is what me bring. <laughs>